I've been feeling excited. There's this this moment in tech. It's so there's so much going on right now, and it reminds me. Right. Man, like there's so much going like, on. So this. many questions pop up and I get all this these uh, there's a lot of different like this reminds Yo, me of yes, like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, like back when like iPhone releases were super cool. You know what I'm saying? Like like when iPhone releases were super sick and like fucking MacBook Airs were like just coming it's, out it's, the first it time ever. It's like when I got my like, my new my new iPhone, bro. It literally felt like when I yeah. got my iPhone for the first time. Yeah, like... Because it felt like that today, because I bought ChatGPT Plus to use uh, GPT-4. Right. Yeah. So... I wanted to see how it was um, like, and I used it, bro, and it was magnificent compared to GPT-3, bro. Really? It's actually insane. I mean, we could play around with it if you got prompts, but... Like, yeah, I'm it's... Yeah, I might get it as well. Pretty... Yo, yeah, it, it's, it's so fire, man. Like, it, it's genuinely, Cause... like... Dude, I know it's that. Like all of, we're about to spend, we're about to start spending so much money on Microsoft. Like Microsoft just came out with the, the so the open beta, the public beta for Microsoft Loop is out now, which I saw this a year ago first when they first showed a, a demo. What is that? And it's like it's like Notion, except because it's made by Microsoft, they can basically integrate all of your um like Excel spreadsheets and documents and. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, this is killer as fuck because, wow. um, because like, even, even let's say if we don't work in like, well, first of all, workplaces just work in Microsoft suite, but even from like a functionality standpoint, like you can't do jack shit on like pure notion tables. Like Excel is the still the single most useless, useful software ever invented. So that's, that's actually like to be able to, one of the things that I always think about in regards to, right. uh, actually, I'll let you finish. Oh, I'm basically done. It's just that when I saw, like, when I first oh, opened yeah. it up, like, it's actually, it's actually kind of hilarious because it kind of reminded me of, um, right, of writing software because I literally opened up, I basically opened up a word editor online, which could not do a single thing. Like, it's just a word editor right now. But, but oh, that's it was so exciting just to open it up because, like, bro, because I've been, I've been waiting for it for like a year and like I always check whether it's open or not, and of course, it's, it really doesn't not work right now, but. When it when it comes out, it's going to have that, and it'll have the um, the AI integration. And like you know, like for me, bro, like I've been into computers for forever, and it's like I don't do fucking Google Docs. Like I'm not about all that. You know what I'm saying? So, no, absolutely, so, absolutely, bro. so to have this, like, it's it's so sick. The one thing I'll say is that, like, again, like for me, that this is my little like internal bias is like I want things to be stored locally, and that's the one thing because this this program Obsidian where you can write quite a bit of notes pretty similar to, to notion except it's all like stored locally i wish that you could just link your um i wish that you could do like basically like what microsoft Loop is doing except it, like in notion for example i wish that you could link to um file paths on your computer and just open up files directly so that you can just use notion as a as an interact like you can just interact with notion instead of your computer um, based software, but it, it's not really relevant, especially because people want to use this in the workplace, working with teams and stuff. And like, 
this Microsoft stuff is is freaking killer because, like, as we, as you very well know, and might start talking about, like, I'm I'm not gonna interact with my computer anymore. I'm just gonna interact with um, a chatbot now, which is crazy because the U.S. has been waiting for this for so so long because, obviously, um, in China, people have been doing stuff just by talking to WeChat for much longer now, but like it didn't really hit here. But now, we're not talking about just buying stuff. Like, I'm not like. I don't really care. I really don't, because this is the first time where I'm like, yo, if if all of this um, co-pilot stuff and chat stuff would would like not be released on Mac, I would not. I would just get a Windows laptop, which is uh, yeah, which, which is a crazy, that's how crazy thing to say, is. which is generally a ridiculous thing to really say. Good that's how that's how exciting this is. That's how freaking exciting this is. It's free, it's so sick. It's so fucking exciting yo, to see all this shit happen. It, it's it's actually insane, like, man. This moment it's, in tech it's, it's, is, so cool. is is insane, and it's only bro. It's only the beginning, bro. Like the hype train starts now, That's but right. like I, I don't think the wave is gonna stop. Like, people are gonna like think of it differently, but more and more, there's gonna be better and better uh, systems. It's... And honestly, the scale outmatches everything. And uh, again, the accessibility even further. But like, if you look at ChatGPT on a on, from a research standpoint, like it's really it's really interesting. But you know, in in regards to like a lot of these things, there's a lot of speculation and, and critique to which it's to which it's uh, capable of, um, and its extent. But at the end of the day, like its scale is so vast that it doesn't really need to have logical reasoning built into it, or or rather, it's it's way too subjective to decide that there's a, a given function that decides logical reasoning. And what I mean by that is, like the common critique is saying, like, oh, it doesn't have, like, like, oh, it can't. Oh, it can't replace us because we got, we got, like brains and logical reasoning. But frankly, GPT is is quite capable of 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 uh, inducing the alignment through human feedback, and so yeah, you know, begs the question for me that it's it's like, well, does it really need to go that far for it to be exponentially useful in our applications? And then talking about um, for for what you said on loop, this is this is what I wanted to say was um. When I think about like like companies and and building new things and actually even like investment probably in the long term, I actually I've always thought of it like this, where it's like I I don't trust companies when I think a big company will will I don't even know if it's a, a fact of if they need it so much that they make it themselves or that it's guaranteed that they make it themselves, and I think that's really important when you're making a company because it's it's what do you mean? it's it's risk. Especially like like look at Zapier, right? Like Zapier, mm-hmm. I mean, like Zapier just got a new competitor which it didn't have previously, which is now going to eventually be Microsoft Loop, which is pretty much the same thing as Zapier can accomplish. Um, so, and that's that's really interesting because these big these big conglomerates once they see the like the certain wave, you got You got to wonder if your product is good enough to compete and set the standard against these big tech companies. Um, and TikTok did it really well. Yeah. I mean, like, nothing is, nothing is best at TikTok, but, like, um, a good it's example of something product. that, like... What do you mean? It's not just a consumer product. Zapier, is, is, Zapier has, like, business integrations. Sorry, and, we're, and talking, sorry we're talking about... Sorry, I heard TikTok. Oh! Yeah, that that's an interesting point. That is an interesting point. Um, but I mean, like more so, like, 
Like, I mean, I don't even know what will be a good example of the latter, but I, I think, like, you see this all the time where, where monopolies adopt trends to, to um, try to catch up to the, to the, or try to catch the wave of the, of the new, um, I guess, like, product, etc. That's and fine most so of the time, I, because they have the power, they have the power to, uh, to catch up, and then... Yes, yes they, they have the power to catch up, but it's like... The, the, when when you're talking about like making a sustainable business, I I wonder, it's it, it's obviously different case to case, but I wonder whether or not this company, whether I'm making it or somebody else and I'm investing in it, if this company will be either acquired or demolished by the competition. That's that's the question that I ask because if mm, yeah if yeah. Uh, the Zapier is being overcompeted or or like you know if they're gonna try to do something. Are they going to be just? Are they going to die out, or is Microsoft going to acquire them, or you know, are they going to outcompete right. Microsoft? No. Right, right. But looking at companies like that, monopolies, especially in the AI sense, you got to wonder when people are building these new startups, what's even the point? The point. Of course, you should make startups, but like, it's like how how different is their approach and their product, in in a creative sense that's unique to the startup that a monopoly couldn't really integrate nor iterate to the same scale as them. Yeah. And when I'm trying to think something like Algo, I got to wonder, like, what's what's going to be an intrinsic thing that's going to separate me from these monopolies? Because you have to you have to be able to decide that, or you have to do it better than them. And, you know, in the case of something that has all the data, you really have to wonder, like, how are you going to be able to do... How are you going to be able to create a product that can overcomplicate i mean to to overcompete them but then again that is overcomplicating it i i I really think people should just focus on making products anyway but yeah i've been thinking so much today and like maybe for the past years about like specifically chat gpt but most of the other um most like the the other waves and and hype you know the ai race and a question that i've been asking myself a lot is like is what what I what we think about as something quote unquote capable of doing something for a human, or rather, is it like, is a model even is like is a model ha- have to acquire certain steps to even be to- something like a human? My question is like, are all of these preconceived notions false? And what I mean by that is, as I said before, like maybe there's no function for logic, maybe there's no function for reasoning. Maybe there's no function for truth. It's just happened something that you have to continue to iterate on. Um, and I, I do believe that there probably is something more or less like a like a function that can derive truth, where the variables are like the the, the laws of physics, and then a bunch of other bunch of other circumstances that you can um, integrate for a human, which is really easy. But in the case of of a model, why would it even need to do that? Does it even need to at all? And the reason I say that is because ChatGPT doesn't have like exactly reasoning as you may call it in a human, but I mean more or less it can distinguish between white right or and wrong. And then when you tell it, oh don't do that, I mean sure it's basically like pre-programming a a answer to correct itself because it's 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 trained to to learn off of human feedback. But regardless, it's still changing its parameters enough so that it can improve its output. And in that sense, I question that maybe a lot of people are overcomplicating it. And with that same idea, 
it gives a chance of saying that the timeline is actually skewed far shorter than than I predicted, what which was seven years for something that's super hyper capable in a human, and that's a very scary paradigm, because I think honestly the next year, like literally next year, we're gonna have another big crazy change, and I think after that it won't be like as inc- it'll be smaller steps, but definitely next year I I. I do feel like we're 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 still coming up. It's like we're building up to something bigger, and that's a really scary thought. And so, when it comes to mm-hmm. building these products or trying to prepare for them, or even just trying for the fun, try to like imagine how it's going to look like. I wonder what are the the cases for these models to develop, and what are the tangible applications of these, and how are these people going to take over the world? Because Inevitably, they will, and whether it be Microsoft or Google or somebody else, I really do think that whoever has the whoever has the um, the leverage right now, or who's like stays their hand and maintains their power, is going to be a monopoly for for a very very long time. So yeah, I just I just wonder like what what's the next step? Like, can we how do we imagine like how it's going to look like? What is it actually going to look like in two years, in four years, in seven years? Okay. Like, what, what are even the tools we're going to use? Because I, I, think, I think it's something in between something super, super utopian and something, like, seemingly useless. I think it's right in the middle where it's like, it seems like nobody would really use it. But because of that, it's actually hella applicable to everything. Right now, we have something that automates, that automates writing thinking and scraping so it can get information get written information fast it can tell you about things and then it can inform you on something what we're missing there from that picture is well you could say something mundane as as producing video and then doing the same thing for video but more or less the thing is with all these things all these new applications they're absolutely going to require a chatbot interface that's the craziest thing most of these things these new implementations and these new these new modalities will benefit far more on as a product if they had a chatbot interface, and maybe a visual interface may be better. But something doesn't really beat an explanatory AI interface. Like let's say let's say I'm I'm like my product is a marketplace. I could just ask my chatbot, where do I have to find this, and then it'll it'll be able to have a complex reasoning where it can deduce all the actions for you to go find something. Maybe maybe something that can integrate a chatbot like that would be a good API. I don't know, but it's stuff like that where it's like, like, what's going to be pivotal to the next, to the next product? Like, what's going to be necessary for this? It's interesting that they say, like, it's like the next mobile, because it is. These products are going to require, it's like the next mobile, but for, for startups and, and for businesses and for software, because you're going to require chat interface for you to actually not even be competitive, but like. It, it elevates the, the user experience so much so, and once more and more um, products begin to use it, you're going to see more and more people demanding it because it's, it's like a, a baseline for an app. It's like, it's like when, you're, when your company doesn't have a website, you know, they'll be like, what the fuck? Or when your company doesn't have an app version, when your website doesn't have an app version. They're like, what the fuck is, wh- wh- why? Like, why would I even look this up when I could just download an app? So, I just really want to, I just really want to, um, I really want to be able to imagine like what's the next step, and yeah. for a more specific yeah. question, 
How? Before we get deeper, can you uh, can you whip up an Instagram post? Because we have no viewers right now. Oh, of course, bro. Let's do. Let's do it. But you were saying. But yeah, I'm trying to think of a a specific question to ask in regards to in regards to doing this. So, you know, we have to ask ourselves. Well, okay. What? Let let's let's think about like, I think maybe we should think about it as, what do we want? What does a human provide to us as a service on a human to human basis that is still something that hasn't been made yet, or are still something that we need? Do you know what I mean? Like when you're talking to when you're, when you're, when someone's providing a service to you, right? For example, like 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 a customer service line, which is pretty much what we have right now. Or somebody to explain something to you. Um, something that a human does in this case, when you have a human-to-human -human thing, they're, they're basically just communicating to you. And that's, that's really important. That's why, that's why these chatbots are super important. Because, because they're, um, they're, able to, they're able to essentially replace that, that need for, for that human-to-human -human interaction. Whereas instead of someone analyzing all the rules, you have something else analyze all the rules and explain it to you in, a, in an intuitive way. Yeah. On the same token, what else does a product need, or what else does someone need when you're playing with someone? Like, think of any scenario. Let's say, let's say I'm going up to, let's say I'm going up to a guy who's about to do my, who's about to fix my car. Okay. And that's it. That's it. And I asked him to fix my car. You know, like what? What are the? What are all the possible things to to happen there? You know, it could be, like, like. For me, like, like I, the first thing is you could think of is like, okay, well, they're gonna ask you what, what, what's up, and then let's say you ask him, oh, what are you gonna do with my car? ChatGPT would be something where it actually analyzes what's going to do to my car. Um, another, an, like another thing could be, you know, you have something that n memorizes all the dimensions in your car and can identify all the features and things that it's going to fix. That would be pretty cool. Um, and then you maybe have like what something a human could do, they, so, something that actually fixes your car, or provides the the steps to fix your car. Um, maybe a chatbot could do that, but probably like an actual thing that's made to identify fixtures like that would be a better model. And then more so, then you actually have the robots themselves actually producing these things. So stuff like that. Like think about think about this scenario, and like let's say let's say you're you're going to a doctor, and a doctor is diagnosing you with something or they're doing a checkup what are the things that that a human is doing that a chatbot or something else needs to do so that we can fully automate that human like what are the building blocks to create this uh these these mm. these high fidelity models i see so let's, yeah. let's think of that scenario let's say, let's say we're at a, a doctor and we're trying to get our we're trying to get our like like he's just he's doing us a, a common checkup. What are the steps that the humans take, and then how? What what is a an AI counterpart to that, or something that just we need to identify as something that a human does? Um, during the actual, during the actual checkup or beforehand. During the checkup, what, what do you mean beforehand? Well, that would be like, like what is a human physical do? though? They wouldn't they wouldn't talk to you. They it was not just about talking to you. It would be very physical. In in general, they're just all they're doing is they're 
measuring certain things about you. Like they're not, it's not even trying to give you information, right? The information will come later once they go and process all the data. And they actually might already be processing that data, whether it's, even if it's just a basic equation. Um, so they're really just trying to measure data about you, whether that's, um, oh, and also at the same time, often right away signaling, whether it's uh, within a threshold of being of no concern or within the threshold of concern. And then if it is within the threshold of concern, they'll um, look more into that. So for example, um, is your heart rate at an acceptable pace? Um, they'll look inside your ear again. Does that look fine? Um, so, so in this case, it's like well, heavy mechanical, breathe, like mechanical things. Um, so, so this is like outlining just like mechanical things, like like you know what diagnoses. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll add I'll add, which is more so my my take on this um, general subject, which is that it really comes down to where do where do where does this naturally fall into humans' lives and where does it not? And the interesting thing is that I think of this like dystopic movie where there is no doctor and a human just comes in and does all these things to a robot like the robot like the screen will say okay now breathe into this tube and then they'll they'll breathe out into the tube and then ding okay and then the screen will say right and that's like very dystopic but at the same time uh obviously there's extremely long wait lines and just in general poor access um to these services right now so this could actually be legitimately a place where um, if you have a clinic, which is very much uh, like a virtual front with very, with very little humans on the front of it, that could actually be a thing. And, and that could, that as a business could potentially uh, be very successful in itself. Because if you think about these companies, like the, the references that I think about is like 23andMe, um, so ancestry, all of these online services where you send, yeah, where you go yeah, yeah. through your website and then you send in your data and then they'll process it. And you'll basically be looking on it on a dashboard. Then you, then now the extension of that, I guess, is actually a brick and mortar location for these companies, except you still go in you use, now you you can't do it at home. You need to use some sort of mechanical tools or some sort of um, expensive equipment. However, it's, it's you it requires much less um, medical professionals to run. Do you get what I mean? It's, I'm just saying no, that yeah, more, more, brick and, more brick and mortar, less website, and you're not going directly to um, a, kind of like, I don't know how this stuff works, but I am like, imagine like, you're not, you're not going through like a government hospital or some sort of union, like mm -hmm. it's a private company. And why are people going there? Because there's advantages such as lower wait times, it's cheaper. And of course, on the back end, you're now building out data, which is very, very important. Like, you know, we've all, I mean, at least myself, like I thought a lot about the kind of ethics of, um, like 23andMe, they're, they're, they're sequencing, they have access, they're basically storing your genome sequences, right? And that's a private company. So 
so obviously you can see how that could be something very powerful and it almost gives me like like a Theranos vibes where it's like it's like very very simple you come in you do your thing and you're out but you know like you can kind of envision that on the back end of that it's like a huge corporation so, so that's super interesting actually yeah yeah and uh, I, I get what I get what you mean. It's like it's like fast tracking data to these to these language models. You don't need, even need to outsource. Like it's not even about out um outsourcing like your 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 medical processing and diagnoses to other clinics. It's it's just sending it, just collecting the data and sending it to the model, which is a really interesting well, point. And I actually very, I do well, think it, it, automation automation in at the very least we're going to get automation either way. Um, in these clinics just because it makes sense as a product. So that's, again, like that's how I'm thinking mm. about it usually is where is like there a value proposition for consumers in, in the first place. Now it's like these models will just obviously play into it. And then as you point out, you can play back the uh, the data, feed it back in. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, it, se- it seems, as you said, pretty dystopic when you, when you actually uh, outline it because it's like, you're going to have like, like these brick and mortar stops, which are but, are more or less supposed to be like, supposed to be, um, I guess like extensions of these data harvesters instead of like full clinics. The the actual real estate required to have these things will be like 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 one percent the the cost and size of like these big dude these big uh, doctors are expensive. Things. I think about like a retail store. Oh, we want it's it's funny, right? Because again, it's there's always there's always these different you know, factors in how valuable is a product to a consumer and where's the payoff. I think about like self-checkouts. Self-checkouts are annoying as fuck and you save like $15. Going to the doctor's office, I mean, shit. First of all, it's like, you don't even think about how convenient it is in the first place. A lot of time I feel like also a lot of people are super uncomfortable, especially if they're doctors of a different gender. And more importantly, people can't even get like a personal, people can't get like a family doctor. Like there's huge wait times. Like these are huge, um, unlike, you know, in a self-checkout at a fucking law blouse or like at an H&M where it's actually inconvenient. Maybe you just don't like social interaction, which is an increasing trend um, with our generation. But that's like probably one of the only points for it. Here, there's this huge list, as I just mentioned, with like pointing out the kind of uncomfortable, being uncomfortable factor is a big one. And, you know, it depends how comfortable are human are humans with um, like a company that they trust the data security whatever versus a human doctor but then at the same time it's like instead of saving you know a minimum wage a minimum wager or a few minimum wages you save basically the highest paid profession in society you know what i'm saying so that's that's huge savings because this is it, because usually in brick and mortar when i'm i'm thinking like the cost of the real estate or the rent is the biggest factor but as you pointed out and the cost of the real estate here is super tiny, even on just like a, before you even put in the whole technological factor, at a clinic, the biggest cost is is the doctors, not the real estate. If you cut out the doctors, incredible savings, huge savings. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think about, um, what's that company called? Uh, like Invisalign, you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know how profitable they are, but. No, but like it's yeah, I know you're absolutely right. Like like the the scale and and the uh, 
Like I, what I what I imagine is that like like the the real estate instead of being taken about by doctors' offices and file cabinets, it becomes like 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 you know like um the the fucking cake store in um like in in Bayshore and Rideau, you know those like wall cake vent like vending machines essentially. Instead of yeah. instead of being yeah, like yeah, entire yeah. clinics, like right. real estate and these brick and mortar stops are just gonna be big server rooms, or perhaps people who manage right. with, with the data and instead of these um entire entire clinics with doctors, yeah, staff, yeah, yeah. etc. And again, and... all of the solutions, all of the solutions up to now, real quick, have been trying to sell to the current clinics, which is a huge issue because mm. they have their own systems in place. But when you have another company, you know, it's like when my clinic sets up beside Apple Tree Medical and we can push through 10 times the amount of patients per day, then it becomes their problem. And then we buy them. Exactly. You're right. Exactly, bro. Because because people are too focused on trying and trying Apple to keeps the robots away. Absolutely, and they're trying to. They're, no, but it's more like they're trying to. These, these companies. I, I I like your point where you're saying like they're trying to build like like pretty much backend services for these things. For one, you're right. Like these things have their own things in place. Like when you mentioned Loop, I'm like I'm not moving from Notion. It would have to take like a really good change for me to do it because right now Notion right. works fine and I have everything there. And migrating to something has to be like actually a big point. And furthermore, these companies are focusing and the biggest on hassles essentially are probably competing. banks and medical medical um, mm. organizations. Like those are the two biggest. Well, okay. they will like never move their systems. You're right. It's giant it's social systems. Giant social systems. You're right. It's too risky and it's too it's too costly to actually even try to migrate. And um, these these companies are way too focused on competing with competing with the 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 infrastructure of of the company rather than competing with the company itself and what they should be focusing on is competing with the company because at that point then you're actually going to be giving some profit you can't you can't eliminate your leverage like that they're too focused on trying to give them something new instead of giving the yeah. the user base actually new when it and comes to b2b when is there when is there enough when is there like enough leverage to start to compete with them and maybe we found it because think about banks i'm thinking about banks right it's like there there really isn't anything in my mind right now that could actually make it really feasible or sensible for somebody to start a new bank. Because we're already interacting with them on a technological basis. And they just, they just continue to um, uh, like proceed um, like managing these software systems which were invented in like the 80s. However, with doctor's office, this is a huge, huge difference in how it's done. And it's a huge actual problem. Nobody ha really has a problem with the inconvenience of banks. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah, mean, you would. I mean, I mean, like the, the, the case I could say for that is that uh, maybe the the people who invest into the Silicon Valley Bank would like an actual bank. But um, <laughs> but you're right. You're in, right. Like, in, like, outside like of, the thing is with the bank is that you have to change like, in third world countries. Is is where. Uh, and that's why you can I, I see, I, countries well. But even more so, like I, I think the bank issue is is far more uh, like a, an actual systematic um, systematic economical issue rather than necessarily the um the the, the actual companies right. themselves and right, right. um you're absolutely right like like and even like on onto other companies yeah when we're talking yeah, about other like, companies motive motive hospital coming to a, a area near you soon i was literally thinking about that like bro like we we're actually gonna have to be owning like every single division bro like microsoft hasn't well, outreached enough well, hospitals they don't, they don't are, have enough. It's it's one of the big things, you know. Yeah, like banks, hospitals, like those are the those are the. Your, no, they your are. city.
your city brought to you brought to you by motive your house brought to you by motive yeah bro yo motive construction motive motive motiveopolis that's gonna be crazy bro, crazy, bro. City, construction bro. motive planet um yo the hospital <laughs> the ho sorry what was the last thing you said motive motiveopolis motive city motive yes motive planet it, it, it's again it's not about creating the city it's kind of like how i talked about overtaking tiktok it's not about creating the city it's just that so much shit in your city oh. is run by it that you know effective okay you know the hospital exactly like it's, or, it's not like what are like, mining robots you know what? um what and we uh the clinic one is is super interesting it would be that would be mm -hmm. like one of those ridiculous ass like silicon valley like that would be a ridiculous project um i think we went we went pretty far there but what else um i'll say right away like, oh, i think thing, like i mean like there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could th think about it it's like just think about like things that are have like data intensive or right, right or things right. that require humans to harvest this data that's right. that's where i think you find the point point where we're we're going to see ai take over in these scenes but i'm i'm a lot more interested in like where do we not see that they're going to take over because that in those cases that provides interesting business business opportunities because i mean i feel like everybody identifies that the medical is going to be changing it and i mean like that's right i i i just wonder like what are we not seeing what are we what are we missing because like I would have never predicted that when I, like like when I was like fucking like twelve, like when I heard of AI and seen it in movies, I was thinking like, like I did not think chatbots would be the first thing to come up. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody would have assumed that a language model was going to be the first thing to no. to appear. Um, like I actually envisioned automation to be the first thing, and then it would progress yeah, to more intelligent things. And that, and that's right, and that's a trend for for everybody. Pretty much everybody assumed that it would be factory workers out of jobs before knowledge workers. Um, mm. I mean, self-driving cars have been around since like 2009, so there's that. But like the self-driving cars were never like 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 largely applicable, and that's right. That's the thing. Like I thought, right. it'd be, I thought it'd be the self-driving cars, and then the self-driving cars themselves would be able to speak to me eventually, and then that's that's when it would happen. I right. thought the the the, it, the vehicles would be able to. Yeah. But yeah, turns so out hardware is actually a lot harder to to scale. So. Continuing and, to think about this this knowledge stuff, I mean. Um, obviously creation is, is just has been on this linear, but, but where does, I still, there still might be an opportunity for a killer program to come out like Figma, just for these individual things like, like, um, video editing, music, music production, mm. right? Like, like where's the Figma XAI version? of that and also just figma xai of figma aka photoshop um so so yeah the the figma xais for every single front of of uh digital creation i mean like you should really and the thing is it's funny because i was thinking about like i i used to think a lot about how it's like i can like hear a song in my head but like i'm clueless as to actually how to create it right and then uh, and mm. then and I'm like, yeah, like this would require um, like a brain computer interface. And well, not necessarily, right? You, you go into, yeah. like, like for, if I think about it from the visual art standpoint, it's like, instead of just obviously, like right away how sick it is if 
um, when you whip up your dolly image. Because right now we're all whipping up dolly images and then putting them into Photoshop to try to like cut out the parts, right? I mean, first of all, right away, we need all of those to be individual vectors that you can play around with. And then, of course, it should be super... The point is just like much, much more sophisticated, but also Figma XAI for every single front of creation. Mm -hmm. And, yo, again, this is going to be... This could, this could genuinely be huge because think about Figma's overtake. It, re it really is a great... That's why we love it so much because it's a from a business standpoint, cause it's a great case study for how to overtake creative production because only the top only it's no longer about legacy it's just about sophistication only the most sophisticated um like graphics creators are still using photoshop and oh bro i think was it chamath that said this this shit really really hit this shit hit so hard which is that i think chamath said this it was so sick he was talking about how um some study was saying that most people who use these huge softwares are only know how to use 10% of them. Even the most, the biggest mm. professionals only you know how to use 10% of them. So it's not about you can get the local for cheaper. You can just totally use it because, and the thing is it's in a somewhat of a sense, it's sad. Like somebody put all this effort into creating Photoshop, like, bro, there's gotta be like, if you multiply it over by each column, there's gotta be like over like a million different functionalities you could do in Photoshop. Right. Which I really need my freaking chat bot to figure that shit out. And then, so it's like, again, like I'm thinking about, and this is a huge, huge opportunity because if I think about like, you know, music production, I mean, shit, we, we might have to get Dushan on here, but it's like, if you think about like the kind of big, big four or five um, digital audio interfaces, right? You know, they might have like little AI integrations here and there, or, or they're like, they're plugins, right? So you'll like add that in, but it's like, again, like this, just like with the clinics, this is for the first time, potentially truly an opportunity for you know some extremely well engineered um well like product market fitted dot to come in and actually come and compete with these not just on a trend of like more individual music producers no like it, it's legit because it's it's so freaking useful so mm -hmm. you you and this is again a place where it's like it's not just a chat bot it does require some tuning potentially i mean at the very least i want to be able to like i think that there's probably some advantages to having a in a digital interface rather than solely a chatbot for creating music is or f with visual art and this is where i think that using the apis um you can have an advantage despite the fact that there's these huge language models um which there's no point in competing with them it's the places where it's not optimized to just be chatting or like just have like a plugin as well. Like it's the places where it is really good to have your own digital program for, you know, as, as long as possible. Like, for example, you want mm -hmm. the brick and mortar with the, uh, with the clinics, you want yeah, a yeah. kind of visual interface with Figma. No, absolutely. Like, like this, the, 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 what, what will we observe? I think in, in, in these the level of sophistication with these things is that the in the 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 gap between overall intuitive real life interaction is translated into these products and just like we see in figma these very intuitive ways that they that it works and meanders through it and also the incredible capabilities that even photoshop have in blender and all these really advanced programs right. 
which do still have some of these values, um, they get compressed and their features are maintained while also becoming more and more intuitive in their sophistication. And I think more and more we're going to see these things, these products become more and more sophisticated and compressing all of these features and becoming a lot more um, accessible to these users. And that's why these quote-unquote professionals and the experts are dying out. And I think that's an important trend to acknowledge because, I mean, for a good example, like, you know, I mean, we've, we've, we see that, like, you know, essay writers have been pretty much, like, ousted. Um, I would say they've been ousted yeah, it's, it's for, like, quite some time. Even yeah, it's unrequired. I, mean, I think it's been copy, unrequired for quite some time. Copywriting has been a gig, has been, because there's gig economy, first of all, right? So, I mean, exactly, exactly. People, and that's no, nobody's hiring you internally. Unless it's like a huge exactly, company. and that's the point, right? Like, like, you know? like gig, econ gig economy existed before ChatGPT, and that ChatGPT put the gig workers for essay writing out. Moreover, experts in animation they get out automated. People who did two D animation they got out it because yeah. you know now these big larger. I think I think um, that's 3D just a, a squeeze a squeeze upwards. As in, like this is how I thought about because I was talking to my sister about it, and what I said is I think that they'll probably they'll you know. For a very long time there'll just always have to be somebody at the top a manager to check it off right so in some in terms of like a hierarchy it's like just a squeeze to the top because you know mm -hmm. whatever the whatever the discipline is for like a very very long time on the ladder it's like the person is like who you're right you're right on it is like is it's not actually like a business manager like they like it's like okay if we look at like a programmer like it's a technical manager right a software development manager who checks on mm -hmm. and off because the thing is in terms of actually the functionality i don't think it's necessarily right to say like that there's any single at all any single no matter how advanced um tool in photoshop that the ai would not know how to use however maybe you just don't know how to interact with it so you would have to s appeal to the top exactly and however, that's the point. for me that's the point for me that's the squeeze you can get into that but for me it, really all it is is just you know how far are you up the ladder to, sh to check off until the owner says um we don't need you anymore and what it is, it's the culling of those levels. And, it, and we even observe it in real time with the efficiency scale for, for businesses and Twitter. And I think, I think like these startup companies and even Elon Musk and, and Facebook, um, the, like they're cutting these people off. And I don't think, I think it, it could also be Yo, a factor that single Cause, managers cause they, and, and more people can produce 10x output than they used to t 10 years ago. So all these white fellow jobs who have been working for so yeah. long, we just didn't need them anymore because we've just upscaled our product so people said like oh we... it's just because we mishired people i don't think we actually mishired people I'll, I'll, I'll let me finish for a second i'll let you sure, go yeah. but i don't think we actually just mishired i think frankly we just realized we could output more things and we actually were able to produce more output per single unit of consciousness and so you know like like i don't think google is an idiot there's no way we're just hiring all these different levels of management because we didn't need to or they had money to spare I, I feel stretch. like it, it's probably it's, 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 a stretch. it's a stretch to say that it is a stretch right like like what they're just wasting money like no company would in the right mind do that it's probably just because they realized they probably could output more with more people i mean with less people and so we're going to observe the culling of these middle sections mm. um That's almost right. to the point where the basic minimum like we're actually observing that the base minimum the people who do the legwork are going to be cut off completely 
And that's the fear for the white collar people. And then these management jobs are going to be taken over by better decision models. And then more and more um, models that can that can actually take all the information will be able to manage these these legworking models. And or maybe even the, the these models will be able to do the legwork itself to the point where we get it to the top where like I see in the short term, um, the 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 edge case for these people will be the end of the people who are giving the main man, the main decision maker, the knowledge, the consultants, the 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 scientific experts, the lead engineers, the lead tech scientists, the research, the top research manager. When those people and eventually they will, when they get cut off, as in we have empowered the main person, the CEO, the decision maker, with enough knowledge or rather enough accessibility to the knowledge and their ability to understand how all these different models work with each other. Once we get rid once we make something to that scale, at that point, then we have no need for experts. At that point, the individual is absolutely empowered to make products and 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 uh, businesses 10x the scale all on their own. And I think we're about to see that where people who actually can truly leverage the AI and so that they can they can learn about how these systems work and they can learn and they have enough general information to where they can pretty much infer how to actually make these decisions. That's I think that's to where we're, we're trying to develop towards. We're trying to develop yeah. better decision-making models and then better models that can actually empower decision making in the short term so you know that's that's pretty terrifying but i think i yeah, think that's where that we're consulting agencies the big consulting agencies releasing articles about or press statements about how they are now going to consult companies on how to implement um ai right because mm -hmm. uh, they need to have some sort of you know function here right it's oh we'll help you with this yeah. you know what i'm saying uh, ironically as well even though they're the ones saying that, they're probably going to be like the last stragglers of of people. Like they're probably going to be the last stragglers of, of of companies before like upper management becomes taken over. And the the reason I say that, well, like that are like big tech firms, but it's like specialized people will be the ones that are going to be valued at the top because mm -hmm. like it won't be it won't be like consulting firms. It'll be like software engineering firms or literally like science science labs research labs, research firms, R&D departments, where the experts at those fields at tippity top, they're going to be just teaching the first person how to actually make the decisions. And that's what it's been since forever. But instead of like needing these managers to actually relay the information, it's going to be just a, like literally a guy sitting in front of like three computer monitors yeah, where it's right, like, the... this is my, my hardware guy. This is my business mm -hmm. guy. This is my this is my this is my tech guy, and I'm gonna be like I'm gonna pull up like my my notes and be like, okay, today I need to I need to integrate, um, fucking phosphodiester calicase, Jason calicanase into my my drugs. Let me ask my big pharma bot so he can help me. Hardware, I need you to yeah. mass produce all of these enzymes. Okay, boom. All right. You, I need you to do all this, boom. And then business, I need you to market all this, boom. And they're off to the races. And the actual difference, as we said before, the ability to do that will be based on, the, on for one, intuitiveness of these softwares um, and, and the interpretability of, of the interface. Then the, the compressibility of the features, whereas we can access a bunch of more mm. features with less and less prompts and activations. So you can like access more more action with less prompting and less um, specificity with it. 
And then it's going to be just the ability to understand and have knowledge towards what you're actually trying to produce. Because like if I've, if I didn't know anything about programming and I said, build me a model, which is what I did today, build like I, I was testing it out on GPT-4. I was like, build me a model. It was shit. But like it was it was pretty good boilerplate code. And in that sense, it's like if I wasn't a programmer, I wouldn't be able to fix that. But the 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 the, the thing that they're going to progress to one towards is for one, they won't need a programmer to actually understand that or two, that they're able to inform the main guy to be at That's least right. a little bit knowledgeable so that they can create right. the mistakes. But the thing is, they don't even have to be just a little bit knowledgeable. Because, um, again, like, it's just about cutting off the ladder. That doesn't, it doesn't yeah, go yeah, programmer, yeah. person who knows nothing about programmer. <laughs> it goes junior programmer. Like, up until, like, you get to, like, a super high-level manager, people know a shit ton about programming. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the, the technical manager and the implementer still talk in language that I don't understand. So it's... This is why when I saw, I was actually more excited when I saw um, the examples with GPT-4 uh, being done in technical language. Obviously, they did that because they want to show programmers that they're not out of a job because, you know, mortals don't understand this. But to me, that was actually quite exciting because because it shows that it, it doesn't feel like super like, you know, wishy-washy, oh, everybody can do this, start a Shopify store. Like, no, no, no. You have a huge enterprise with managers who actually know how technical shit works because they actually went to school and like they have true skills, right? They can interact with this and make shit work. However, you can't just have like your everyday Joe do it. Of course, at some point you'll get there, but at the same time, it's not really that relevant to get there because, because at some point to me, at least in my head, and this is, this is something that I want to get to is that it's not even necessarily about, you know, a huge squeeze of the finances because obviously probably like the bulk of a lot of time in a lot of companies, probably the bulk of the salaries go to the people who are, you know, at the highest level. But the thing is, it's about the efficiency. You know, if I can get a PowerPoint done in one minute versus an hour and the PowerPoint is pristine and follows and is very consistent with our typical theme, like that's much better. So Mm -hmm. with that in mind, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, personally, bro, like I'm super excited about getting efficiency yeah. on these, on these first levels. And, um, like th- that's why, like, no, my you're right, is, like you're right. it, this is like when I was talking to my sister, I was talking about like, basically what I was implying is like, at least my kind of, you know, theory for getting some sort of security is if you're a knowledge worker, you have to shoot up to the pe- at the top of your field because you're, you're basically just like fighting the, the race, right? Because you don't, you don't, if you own it, you're fine. Because like, for example, like, for example, the government, right? I'm, I'm like, like, can you imagine like a senator being like, okay, look at this. An AI can do my job. Let me go fire myself. Doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense, right? But if you're a knowledge yeah, worker, of course, of course. It's, it's almost like you're kind of fighting this, right? That's why I kind of stopped doing computer science because I was like, even, even before all this was like super on my conscious, I just realized I'm like, I'm probably not going to be the best in my field. And I use the, the kind of Google versus brick and mortar analogy. That's super valuable. That's super interesting distinction to make. And it, and the reason I say this is because like, as well as you talk about money, like, like the dispersion of money, the thing is, I think we're actually going to be in a wealth abundance with these new models and these new investments portfolios, because let's say I'm a company and I'm like, I only need like five employees in total. I need a science That's guy. Right. I need, That's right. I need a tech guy, whatever. And then my, like, I'm going to probably get the same amount of investment in the short term because the VCs won't realize it. They'll give me $30 billion that I won't need. 
and I'll be so much more empowered to do scale at an incredible points to which I don't even like, like, like I'll be this so, I'll be so safe. Startups. I'll be able to uh, advance in that. But more so, as, I might even pay them said, more. I might even pay them more. I might even want to hire. This is great at two because I, the thing is, it's, it's right. just a matter of, again, the efficiency is so sick when it's like, right now, like I have to pay junior level programmers 150. That's fucking annoying and benefits. It's like 200, right? Per junior, that's, a, that's so annoying, right? Like it, it, it kind of eats away at what you could be paying the people who are actually driving change in your company and pushing it forward rather than doers, you know? Because the thing is, absolutely, absolutely, people are pretty shit at making PowerPoints in the first place because nobody wants to do it, but then you still have to pay them. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can pay your top people more and absolutely. it's so sick for startups. And, and there'll be more power to test do things, there's more scale there's more efficiency and they'll be so much more like capable of doing these things at scale. And it's not even going to be like you added more money to the pile. It's just that we don't need all that money to, to necessarily um, pay all these different bills. We'll be fine and free. And onto your point, it doesn't matter that about, Silicon Valley bank collapse. Cause we don't have any payroll anyways. <laughs> exactly. Like who the fuck am I paying me? I already got a mansion. I already, I already got Bahama well, was, islands to myself. If, if I was the CEO of Silicon Valley bank, I'd be looking at these companies. I'm like, you you missed your pay, you you still have employees like okay I'm sorry I know that I know that we fucked up but like bro like listen it's like it's kind of your fault like do you see all this innovation happening like yeah that ass bro it's kind of your fault you, like because like you, you know pay, we you were cutting off here. you how do you think that we lost your and, and our, do you do you see any employees here exactly bro it was just me bro <laughs> actually somebody, there was nobody here you. I'm not even here <laughs> if somebody asked if me they go to the, the office it's just the founder the founder's chilling on the couch. <laughs> Where's where's everybody? Who works here? Nobody. It's just computers. What? Like, oh, we don't need people here. In India? No, 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 no. They're not in India, bro. Like, there's, they're they're in the they're, they're, on the they're at the Microsoft server. Yeah, they're in the cloud. They're in the cloud. Mm -hmm. They're in the cloud. Yeah. Which, by the way, and on to your point this, with, um, yeah, yeah, you can go, you can go. Oh, I well, I, well, before I wanted to talk about the whole computing, right? Obviously, you know, AWS, Microsoft servers, like these are fat businesses. But then it'll also be a question of whether it's in the cloud or it's on edge, as in like you know. Yeah we get smaller and smaller computer, but that's, that's a, that's a whole different thing, which I would. I think, I, we, I think right we can get into that, but, um, um I was just going to say something a little about what, on your point where it's like, this is why you dropped out of computer science. And you didn't want to do it. Um, and that, that's the same thing for me. Like, I don't, I don't want to be an employee and it's because these knowledge workers, quote unquote, when you actually go into these fields and you're not classified as a decision maker, you're more of like a doer. If you're doing the, the, the grunt work, if you're literally a henchman, you have to climb so many ladders to get to the point where you're actually very knowledgeable. And that's because you have so much specific knowledge that you're valuable. But, you know, being a CEO or being like on a board member is so much more valuable because. And, and it's so much more important to be able leverage. to be considered as a bo board member, not only because it's more leverage, but it's like your specific knowledge in these cases are becoming more and more unvaluable because I mean, uh, like, like devalued. Because of how fast the innovation is going to be going to be made, and how much the grunt work is going to be less and less applicable to what you're doing, I don't need to know how to do all the different console commands to install a, an API package onto my computer, because the, the 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 interface is going to do it for me. I don't need to have to memorize pip three install q tensorflow mm, bracket one three four. Exactly, but, again, but also but again, it, 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 it must it must come from a standpoint of complete control, as in with Figma, right? You cannot you cannot abstract it to no code or less code 
but then have less control because then you always, because then the top level organizations always go back to just hiring professionals. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's really important as if well. There's, that, that, if, there's that's, that's really important. if there's a thousand different edits that you could make to that line of code to make a tiny edit to change, but then you abstract it in order to make anybody be able to do it, you still have to be able to access all of those thousand yes. edits that you could have made to the yes. terminal in the first place. Right? Yes, So exactly. Again, you have to be one. aware of all the variables while you're making these these um uh these these changes and that's where the intuition comes in because it should be both intuitive on the fact of a, a person who's doing no code and also it should maintain the complexity as we talked about in mode of pod one where the 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 top level person can also work with it yeah. so it has to be intuitive on both fronts and sure. that's where figma is really good because because me someone who's used like like graphical interfaces like photoshop um and and canva or and then up to figma you know the way that the the and even google slides the way that like like they they the way that these images scale and change across the board are very intuitive because i've also used them a lot but as a newcomer who comes o over to these things when i learn them there's very easy to understand because they they carry all the complexity and and the the potential action states that i could have and so it's very important when we're doing these we're creating these products that that replace the grunt work that it, it maintains some sort of level of complexity and also, um, I guess, visibility of the changes that we're making. For an example of code, like when I'm coding, let's say like it's it's code. No code hasn't is not like scalable yet. A chat interface is really good because I don't need to know every single line of the code. However, the, the thing can tell me exactly what it's doing, and then when I when I tell it to make a change of the code, it could right. observe the actual different outputs. And in that sense, that's why a, yeah. a chatbot is really human good language. Enough. That's right. Moral, human language is, is the most powerful thing, really, because you can always express which is which is really insane. And that's that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking about. It's like I don't we don't even need reasoning models if we have all these right. large language right. models. So, you know, like it's 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 super crazy that the efficiency is going to be outpacing all these grunt workers and these specific knowledge workers and that that goes to show for on a individual level that we need to prioritize for the first time I think in history we need to prioritize getting specific knowledge in in very few walks of life and actually general knowledge is becoming more and more valuable the and more more and more it's just going to be raw talent and raw knowledge that's going to be more valuable for for millennia, it's been specific knowledge, artisans, craftsmen, particular people, and experts who are super valuable. And now that we see that the knowledge and the compute power is going to be in the short term far more outpacing than any human could possibly do, we're going to see that specific knowledge is actually going to be devalued, which is not something that I, I thought which is honestly okay, I actually thought general knowledge was so much more valuable in that sense. I didn't extend it to this, but when, you know, Naval talked about, you know, like specific knowledge is super valuable. I think specific knowledge in regards to human to human interaction and, you know, like, like market markets and in philosophy, specific knowledge in those regards are going to be still important because, you know, those are things that can't replicate and same thing with like decision-making, et cetera, but actually specific knowledge towards, um, like expertise is going to be less and less valuable. As at, for the reasons I just said, and I actually envisioned that when he said, you know, specific knowledge is, so, is something so much more valuable. And to to me, I thought, well, 
for me as a CEO, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would tend to believe that the more things that I do know, the more things that I have broad understanding of, and the more variables I can assume into my decisions will be the most empowering factor to my company. And, and so I think we're going to see that, you know, the biggest companies and the, the ways that these things are going to progress is that education and, and empowering knowledge for these people in the short term will be extremely valuable to these new CEOs because at the end of the day, you know, like they're not, we're not going to have perfection in terms of uh, no code or maybe we will now being crazy. And then we also will have um, things and interfaces and products that will be incredibly intuitive and they'll maximize all the capabilities of the complexity that is required of it. And then we're also going to see, um, we're going to see that the specific knowledge worker is going to be having a mass genocide, a culling of these managerial roles and these rankings in companies. We're literally going to see in real time the death of the corporate ladder, which is so cool to see. It is so grand to see. The death? And the so, death of the corporate ladder? Yes, the death of the corporate ladder. Why death? Just, just shrink it. It'll just go from being a 12-inch ladder to a... Sorry, 12-foot ladder. Well, I mean, a, as it shrinks... You call that the death. Is, I understand. Is a one-rung one ladder even a ladder? It might just be a pull-up bar, you know? And that's know. what it's going to be. It's going to be a fucking pull-up bar. It's going to just be a pull-up bar, bro. Who can do the best It's going to be a board. Ups? It's going to be a board. Exactly. It's going to be a board. There's not even going to be a corporate ladder, bro. Like, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, inevitably, we're going to have the death of the corporate Yo, ladder I, because it's going to be yeah. big decision makers. I think that one of the most important things to understand, though, and this is where like a fascinating competitional play out, which will be the true test, is in the fact that it's going to be the startup using, using less and less um, workers versus corporations using a lot of um, like status quo methodologies hr wise and mm -hmm. that'll be where you see the competition because again going back to the actual efficiencies rather than just you know saving money this is super important because it's like that and that'll be the test again it's going to be the competition which is cool because that's how we'll find out whether it will work out but again the same way that i pointed out that it's like you're not going to get apple tree medical to adopt this no shot but if you have but you will have another startup or a multitude of other startups try to compete against them. And then if they win, then they will, then Apple tree will essentially cease to exist. And that's, that's what's interesting. That's going to be crazy have, though. It's, it's a matter of the so, new so, wait, 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 wait. coming in. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me cook. But you're right. The new startups Please coming do. in, um, um, that's the, 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 what I, what I envision and something super crazy is that these, these new models who actually to come to, to compete with them will also support API and changing infrastructure for these, these apple trees. So let's say, you know, mode of clinic writes beside apple trees out competing, then apple tree actually has now the need to change infrastructure. That's we right. supply them the infrastructure. That will be, mm, okay, okay. It's okay. a hostile so there's a, there's takeover. A there's a, it's a hostile takeover. It's a hostile so, takeover. We, we, your back end. we, we, we are take, right. So, okay. Okay. But that's, but that's also the point in terms of the point that I was making is that in terms of them actually changing, it's not about them choosing to change themselves. It's about the startups um, who don't really care because they're starting from nothing. So they'll just go to the, you know, the most efficient, cheapest way possible, right, to do it. And also the huge thing of, you know, less and less of having this issue of, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus and everything else in terms of your services. It's, it's much more 
tied to a single. Um, you might even have it where it's like, hey, you can buy my digital audio interface, sure, as the program. However, in order to actually use it, you need to also have a subscription to Microsoft, Google, or whoever is the provider. It, for, like, for example, it's almost like it's almost like buying a computer with no um, with no software access to it. Like, because it's it's just like yeah. a it's just like a screen, right? But you still have to have the AI backend into it. So uh, again, it's just a matter of the startups will be the ones who will compete with the status quo and then potentially force the corporations to do this. And then, mm -hmm. you know, of course, the, the kind of best um, operators, CEOs, mo the most kind of, you know, tenacious ones will try to fully outcompete the corporations. And I, I, I do see it playing that way, honestly. In the, in the, in the, I do see it actually playing out like that. I do see it playing out like that. Like, like yes. the, the monopolies will be producing, you know, the, the like, despite you know, the monopolies becoming the pickaxes and the pans for the gold miners, there's still a lot of gold to be found. Yo, and real so... estate is fucked, though. Because, because you just have less and less employees, which means less and less office space. That's super good. I like that. I love that. Real estate is fucked. People who own real... Yeah, real estates are fucked. So then all the they're big fucked. banks and the big motherfuckers who are taking advantage of it, their their economic hold is, is going to go down, and then prices are going to go up for us, and then we're going to have more motive spaces. So, like, once their monopoly is gone, we're going to buy new shit. Like, the thing is with the real estate is it's... Ne we, we, land is limited right now. We haven't gone to Mars yet. So, more and more, like, the, the regi regimes are going to change. Real estate is going to be fucked in the short term, but once we buy it, we're going to change up the game. Because that's how we do it. See what that's how we do so it. We'll see how we want Anyways, to sp those spaces. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be a motive. It'll be corporate party spaces. Corporate. Just like a, a, a like fucking fifty. This this uh, row of of uh, skys of business skyscrapers is my mansion. Yes. Yeah. These. these I need. Well, a, I, need a I, had, had a, I had one too many kids, so we had to. Move into a new, yeah. a new skyscraper. Yo, you see the Empire State Building? I just bought it, bro. Fourteen million. Governments don't even need that. <laughs> they didn't need that anymore. They defaulted. <laughs> Anyways, what I also think is going to be absolutely imperative mm -hmm. for our business and our and our ourselves as well as we progress is that because more and more power is going to be put in the hands of individuals. I I'm sorry to have to even think that this could be the case. Is that um, individuals themselves are going to be like like the, the 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 creator, the personal brand will be one of the most powerful things coming up in the business world, and like personality is going to be leveraged yeah. far more than this is what I want to say we, when you were talking about the adventures Riz. It's all about Riz, because that's, that's the only thing you have now. The only thing you have is is um yeah. the, the 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 human to human contact. That's all there is. Exactly. And that's why, you know, that's why, like, we have to play the game now. That's why it's like I can't be opinionated for a long time because... And the thing is, maybe I have to because, like, inevitably, you know, people are going to have to respect you for your ideology. That's how that's how polarizing it is. So, you know, I'm a liberal. Um, I love, I love, you know, I love equality. You know, I, I'm, I'm progressive. Like, I hate Trump. I hate all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and what I mean by, like, it's, it's crazy to think that, like, inevitably, you know, like, the the most canonically accepted people will be the people who appeal to it's the most people. It's always been that way, though. Like, it's always been that way, though, right? But more and more, it's going to be like the center fold of your success. It's going to be 
way more powerful. Like you have to be respected in certain spaces. You have to dominate communities. And so, and I mean, like we always knew that to an extent, but like now more and more, it really does feel like the top is like, it's like a Riz game. And, you know, that, that makes me feel so blessed because like I got my, my learning model was taught on the 48 laws of power before the 48 laws of power was even came out. So, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to riz up, but it's, it's like, it's more like, you know, now it, like, it's actually a popularity game. Like, we, we, we talked about It's how always been a popularity game, though. Yeah. Did we talk about this? I think we talked about this uh, right. Wednesday, though. But you're right, it's always been a popularity game, but more and more, as we said, like, the closer we get to the top, we, on, we, we call right, them, like, Wednesday. Because, said, you know what? It's interesting because, um, I guess, as, like, for example, if, if everybody, for example, let's say everybody could code, there would literally be no leverage at all there, right? Like, like, tech geeks would have, would have basically nothing, right? So the, the, um, you know, traditional, the traditional, uh, hierarchy would just go back. So that makes sense. Even mm-hmm. like, like, for example, if money wasn't a thing, then it would go back to like, like purely just um, like physical power. You know what I'm saying, right? Like money can be very deceptive. For example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely right. So like the hierarchies are gonna like. So, so we said so, on Wednesday that yeah, um, that like as we progress towards the top, it becomes more and more like like high school popularity games because once transferables become um, like more and more uh, dispersed, the leverage is gone, as we just professed. So especially, yeah, once especially we get like financial transferables. Um, exactly. I can't, I can't. I can't do you any favors. I, you can just like I don't need you. I need. I don't need to lend you my book. That's that's public information. Exactly. I need to help you, help you repair your, your car. The car doesn't break. Or it's like it's like, like you know, know like I mean? when you're talking to somebody in high school and they they start dating the wrong chick. It's like oh, you're being weird. It's like when you're at the top scale. It's like what what the fuck are you doing? When you're at the top, you're like no money. It's like why the fuck are you even here? you're you're in the wrong place bro like what the hell it's like in high school when you're in with the smart kids and you get like a 70 they're like what the fuck are you doing it's like it's like mm. the baseline all this stuff is the baseline right. so that's once right. you slip out of it like, you shouldn't even be that's at the right top. interesting and it's so the baselines you know, and the pure, pure charisma because because i don't need to lend you my my notes like exactly your notes are I'm too smart. compared to compared to compared to this ai bot well at the very least like yeah like um let me just search up the notes on yeah this ai bot like It'll be better. So. Let me just go to Kaggle, bro. Let me just go so. to, to, to Course Hero. So, so those things change. And, you know, like, and that's really interesting because I think that's why I'm, I'm, I'm kicking myself because over the past, like, I've actually experimented a lot during university. Like, I changed how I want to, how I, right, was, right. like, using leverages. And what I mean by that is, like, at the start, I started, like, purely leveraging people and I was focusing on social interaction. And then I thought... Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes if I leverage my intellect and then I leverage all these other like things. So I like I you know I have I have tips, tricks. I teach people, etc. Yeah. And you know, like once you get in with like a smarter group of people, it's like okay, this is I don't even need to do that anymore. So then now my power is, is gone. So then it's like it goes back. Then it goes backwards. Now it's like okay, what else can I provide? Well, sociability, entertainment, um, um, connections. And so that's where I'm at right now, where it's like most of my friends, they like me because I can tell them about stuff going on and I can give them connections and I can, I can let them know about what's happening. You know, I become a fucking journalist. So 
So, you know, like leverage is changing in that way where that's like information. And then moreover, you know, like gossiping, etc. And so, so the, the, I think the upper limit of that is basically going to be just your personality because information is right. going to be transferable. So, are you, you know, are like you have to provide a person. It, exactly. It are you like just your personality? Are you are you nice to be around? And so you truly have to be like, so you truly have to play the game where, you know, yeah. when you get to these upper upper things like you have to you have to make sure that you're likable in all these aspects and you're you're a caring person and you truly have compassion for people because eventually you know it's all it's all going to be for naught and that's really interesting to think about because it's it, it, we we say it as though it's like regressing because when we say that we have all these no, leverages we end up going back to the principles and i say this because like you know, when I think about people having, like, quote-unquote trivial problems where they're fighting over girls or having, like, gossip or having entertainment or they want to hang out with their friends or go clubbing and shit, you know, me, uh, uh, the, the part of the grind set, you know, trying to get, trying to get the big bucks yeah. over here, trying to get my own leverage, I think, and I'm like, well, that's kind of a waste of my time right now. I mean, power to them, but I couldn't be seen. You couldn't catch me doing that. More and more, we see that inevitably we're going to be doing that stuff right, and instead right. of partying with your buddies right. here you're partying with creators right. and content creators and millionaires right right yeah i've oh. also i've also oh. considered that it, it really did hit me when when you when you kind of realize that it'll all fall into place you're like oh wait i should just probably just start acting proper now instead of later you know what i mean and that's why so, that's why we that's why we got the suits on that's why we got the drip because we got to be right. entertaining creators we got to be creators that's what it is and so you know like that's why i think like and that's why i'm grateful for this podcast because um i mean inevitably we're also gonna be doing crazy entertainment but i also think like regardless of what it is we're still gonna be, we're still gonna be talking about like intellectual things and that's great because there's gonna be a community where people will be interested in like our discussions here but you know oh, yeah, like i just people. see i've always seen it i've always seen it in the future where we run parties and we run stuff like that and that's it's crazy, and it's, I'm so glad that Motive was based on that, because that's what it's going to... That's probably going to be the last, it is, the last it is business the, that's sustainable. Well, yeah, it's... that's And, you know, even for me, like, I'm, I'm moving away from the music industry as something that I'm immediately pursuing. But this remains my outlet for, like, fulfilling an entertainment business. And that's why when we, that's why mm -hmm. when we talked about, like... The name I I said motive entertainment because in some sense it is an entertainment company and yeah I mean it's, it's beautiful that we get to do our you know own entertainment you know I, I, at least for me I've talked about this feels like very airy fairy on a lack of leverage you know what I'm saying like the government isn't shitting their pants over Ticketmaster for example so we get to go mm -hmm. and, and do like you know high leverage high impact businesses high profit businesses and then but then come back here and um, work on the last business that matters, uh, mm -hmm. which is com community, you know, so, yeah. And you know what? Like, I think we both always envisioned it to be the case. Like, oh, like yeah. I mean, the only reason, even on my long-term gains, like, the only reason that I even wanted to live forever so I can party forever, you know, that that's that's, that's how it got to be. That's so I can Bro, see only, everything. Yeah, well, you, you've talked about this a lot, that it's, it's, it's a very selfish thing. You, you only want to provide experiences for others in some sense so that you can ex experience those things with, with them. But that's like, you're, like you just don't want to do shit alone. So, so yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, not even that, but it's like, you know, like, 
it's just that there's like like obviously you know you don't want to do it alone but it's more like 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 there's there's just experiences that you don't have when you're not with people you know like like yeah that's you, right there's just so many more things you can do with people and and on the same token you know like i think we always like like you know building building the products and thinking in the short term for the business we want to create it's always been about just getting capital like i think like the question that i asked is like how do i make money the fastest it's not how do i produce value the fastest the first question was how do i make money and then it turned into realizing that you have to provide value to make money etc but you know the end goal is like to sell all the companies that we make and then you know have a couple big companies that we focus on after you know we've retired at 22 where we have all these huge ass conglomerates that are running themselves because of all our ai bots and so you know and that's why i'm so glad to have to have gone through this this personal journey where we focused on you know, growing ourselves changing our our personalities our 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 egos and working towards becoming better humans because inevitably the the gap between the ultra rich and the very the very standard people will shrink the ability to be able to get into these environments will be a lot easier for these people and it's going to be focused and centered towards individuals who are just likable people so yeah. now it's like Fame, that's, that's something i realized leverage exactly and that's that's what i that's why i realized money is an abstraction I, I was meditating absolutely absolutely or, or money is an amplifier of it where you know like if you're if you're a cool guy if you have a lot of money you can do cool shit with cool people so that's also true now it's like like i thought about it before and this is this is the kind of feeling I was trying to convey to you um, on Wednesday, where I was telling you, like, at the top, it's really nothing. It's just more and more. It's just, yeah. like, you can set the stage. It's but it's also, like, while you're climbing the ladder, all these ants are the same. And I had this this feeling where it's, like, it's literally a question of, like, like, who am I? Am I not as, like, a, you know, business person, but, like, is my character... I guess intrinsically likable. Am I nice person? Am I, am I kind? Am I compassionate? Am I likable to be around? What leverage do I have as an individual? Am I one? Per am I a person that people tend to like to be around? And so you know, that's why I I never really got that that anxiety of my image away, even though I started to care less. Mm. But I still like even in person, I still care about it to to a great degree because I know how important it is and I know how important it'll stay. And so, you know, I think, so I think it's, I think it's going to be an interesting time in the coming years and building our personal brands is going to be very fun to see because oh, yeah. I, sick, bro. yeah, bro. Cause I, I don't know how to like, we're going to have to figure out like, how do we actually convey our, our our personalities like how do we how do we monetize our our um ourselves you, you know like what's conveying. well you monetize by conveying and you convey yeah. by yeah, yeah, yeah. just show, showing it off as much as possible so like but it, like it's, it's the thing is, that it's, it, it, it's, it's it's there's no r d required you know it's already there yeah exactly that's what's so valuable about it because like we can just like sit behind a computer and start talking and it would be so far. In some sense, that's part of why, in, you know, the micro-influencer economy is growing is because 
this is an asset that you don't have to build up. Everybody already has this asset. And thus, you know, just like um, in like a very like uh, kind of barbaric day, uh, you, you will just fundamentally use the only thing you naturally have because everything that you don't naturally have can be built up by a sophisticated model. So then what do... And you know what, like, I, I don't see, like, no, I don't think any AI could get to that point. Like, an, an AGI, in the terms of a singularity, could not leverage this, because they have no personal experience. It wouldn't matter, They have to though, be... Right? What, what, what do you mean? Like, they're not a... But if you... They're, they're not a human. If you had, like, person, an autonomous... Well, yeah, you're right. Exactly. That's the point. Like, a singularity in that sense wouldn't be able to do it. An AGI in that sense, because they're just conglomerates of information who makes conscious decisions. I don't They'd be too far off. And SpongeBob, bro. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, you know, like, an, ag an AI agent that can, like, Detroit become human, if a fucking android is rocking around and they can observe the world, then they would also be candidates of having those very likable personalities. But, you know, then again, like, anthropomorphizing these, uh, these models is very risque because like we can't even we can't even we can't even like for one provide a function to truly emulate that nor can we understand the inner workings of our own personalities i think people so, will have a robot as a pet for sure yeah i think jarvis would, would be dope th like those toys existed when we were kids and you know hope it, it's probably going to be like kind of like a Another TikTok issue, except I don't know how the U.S. government is going to take care of this one uh, when everybody's got, uh, you know, bro. As long as it's not made by Chinese China, Chinese government, no, that's not that's the point I'm making. <laughs> I don't. The Chinese one is twenty dollars cheaper, bro. Shit. It won't be for long, but we're deglobalizing. That's, that's which is great. So like, and the, yo, it's crazy because I see in the, I really like to see that that we're deglobalizing because. Because then we have, like, it seems bad, right? Because we're less dependent on each other. But that means we're fighting less with each other. That is bad. So, like, we, we don't have to bicker with each other. So, like, instead of, like, it's going to become where we're, like, you know, instead of, um, um, like, you know, outsourcing these things and then having all these trade wars, all these economic incentives and agreements, we just, you know, like, we just enjoy, we, again, the, we climb the hierarchy. We start liking them for the culture. Like, once we deglobalize, and then Russia stops being a little bitch baby, and China doesn't want to manifest destiny, like, like yo. we would probably just be like, yo, China temples are fire. Really? Yeah. That's a really? I, yes. You really think that deglobalization is not better for the world? Well, I have no clue, but you probably have a, you know, a lake to stand on, whereas I don't. But, I mean, just logically, I think that... The, the logical implication of not relying on somebody is being able to attack them. You wouldn't attack somebody that you rely on. That's only in the sense of... It's, it's, it's why you can you're... only borrow from a bank if you already have loans. Okay, but okay, but like, I'm friends with X person because they give me all my homework, but I hate them as a person. So, you know, if they keep giving me homework, I won't beat the shit out of them. Okay, but let's say we still all have our Sorry. nukes and then I stop needing their shit from them, then we'll probably have less reasons to beat them up. Because let's say, you know, Steve over there stops applying me his homework, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. 
Because it's like, bro, my system was built off of you. So you better give me your homework or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But I don't have reason to because you give it to me. That's a very conditional relationship. And, you know, that's not good. But with Freddy and Cheval and you and my boys, I don't need anything from you guys. I need your attention. And so in that sense, it's like, like, yeah. why? Like, I, I, there's no scenario where I would beat you up. And that's the thing. And even if like, we were, I would assume that you guys would be able to to challenge me to a great extent if we were to have a have a duel. So, you know, if we all have nukes, if we all have hydrogen bombs, thermonuclear weapons, and we aren't dependent on each other, we'll probably never have a reason to nuke each other. And I think that's the logical response to that, because if I if I if I'm if our if our if our trade agreements and all of our um relationship is based off a bunch of conditional things and we're codependent on each other it's literally like a codependent divorce bro like a codependent relationship if we require each other to stay alive we're obviously going to have vast retaliations if neither's around but i think indifference is the big difference in this case because if i'm not if i don't care whether you're here or not there's no reason for me to directly harm you because you're out of my way it's it's the only case that would be wrong is like 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 you know an ant hill in the way of my road because in that case then we'll have beef but i don't like america doesn't need to go to china for their shit i'm not gonna go to chinese land and say yo i like your wood run me that no we have our own trees we plant our own trees we have our own resources now canada got enough shit we'll trade with the americans and in that sense, once we become less codependent, like it's gonna bounce, it's gonna regress back to like very basic things like resources. So, you know, it's gonna be who can take Africa the fastest. But, and that, that'd be the only sense of it. But, you know, like if we don't need China's factories anymore, then there's no reason to put economic sanctions on China. And then we're probably gonna have better relations as a result. If we don't, if we don't care to, to, to support like, ideologies because it's not within our economic incentive to do so and it, it doesn't matter what trade agreements we have with these countries then let them be communist if they want because it doesn't That's affect a stretch me. On ideologies well i mean why why else does why else does why else does any any why else does america okay i don't i don't have to be vague why else does america actually want to you know leverage their their um their ideological incentives it's so that they can maintain trade partners and economic control like like they they, they they go around and they tell everybody what to do and that's that's because they have economic incentive to do so and so like if we weren't if we didn't need to suffocate china because we were scared that china was going to take over if we didn't even like look at norway and sweden bro you think they care about what's happening right now i think they only care about if russia comes to invade them but for the most part, they're pretty separate from like American economy. They've got their own thing but going. Why did Russia? But they're why probably... did Russia invade Ukraine? That's a different story. I mean, you could say why did Russia invade Ukraine because they, because America was suffocating them. That that is literally what it is. NATO was suffocating them. Um, they were right at their doorstep, and they said, "Don't spread into this. We don't want your influence." And, um, you know. Putin probably envisioned that the that the Russian regime is probably going to die eventually, so they didn't want that. You know, they they, they don't want the they didn't want their power to be taken from them. And and it, again, it goes back to like economic incentives. Like uh, Ukraine and Russia were also big wheat exporters and also oil trade partners. Same with all of Europe; they love the oil. Like the Germany Russia pipeline was incredible. Even though I'm pretty sure Amer they just blew it up. 
So, I don't know. But regardless, like, like again, if we weren't codependent on each other and we didn't care about power, if we had all the power we wanted, we wouldn't go and manifest destiny. Like, Elon doesn't go around raiding countries because he doesn't need to do that. He has all the power he needs. He has all the leverage he needs. He, he, he only bought Twitter as a joke, which is crazy. Like, imagine being something, someone who does things as a joke rather than out of necessity. And that's some incredible power. But, you know, America is teetering, trying to be the king of the world right now. And I get your point. Yeah. yeah. So we understand. Anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, like, like we, you know, we should like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking about my uh, political views, but I just think we, I just think inevitably through progression just the natural progression of how we automate our systems we're gonna inevitably be better friends i think we'll be friends with everybody like there's no reason to fight if we're dependent on each other anyways so let's go let's go back and talk about i i do want to expand on on personal brands more i think it's very interesting to talk about because i don't know what it should look like and what it will look like inevitably but I, what I do know is that personality, like, I didn't even imagine this, that this was the case, sorry, um, that, like, people were, like, tied to platforms. Like, to me, that never occurred to me. But now that I, like, realized, like, yeah, people were actually, like, they were tied to platforms. But, I mean, like, I never really thought that everybody was restricted to a certain platform. Like, I thought, you know, like, you could expand your audience, whatnot. But that embodied in the form of like short form video where now now content is transferable across everywhere um and so in what way and so like that um i think that personality and now um like like personal brands are transferable across all platforms why do you think that and so like short form video, you know, like like Andrew Tate is uncancelable because his fans, for one, uproot his his brand, and but then what's different and than before? more so. It's different than before. It is different than before. That's what I'm saying. Like the short what, form what video is? is is. Oh, short form video. Like there's not there, there hasn't been like a, a very like there hasn't been a medium where it's very consumable and it can be easily managed across a bunch of different mediums, and so. I have a bunch of different platforms. So short from video is the difference because like where, where you had live video, um, where you had live video, where you had YouTube videos, where you had Facebook posts, Instagram posts, you can condense all of those things into very simplistic short form videos where, you know, like you could have pictures in these short form contents where it's like, like literally just like a bounding box where you can put literally any sort of content in there. And so with that, like you can transfer your, your, your influence across a bunch of different platforms because of this short form video. So what, what was missing is that we, they never had sort of a really easy transferable way to mass produce their, their, their content across platforms. Because before, if you had to make a live stream, then you'd have to re-upload it after you're live. Like you'd be live in two places. Let's say you're live on Facebook, Twitch, and then YouTube maybe. Then your live, your live is done. Then you have your live video that you recorded. Now you have to upload them separately all to these things. That'd be good. But it's like, oh, wait, how do I get them on into Instagram as well and Twitter? Like, maybe I'll make a, a, a little post. And then you have, you know, like okay. a picture now. But now, 
with short form, it's like I record maybe one long video and then I cut them all into clips and then I can post them literally on every platform now. One button, boom, everything is there. So now, like, the efficiency and the, the outreach is at so far greater scale because a, you have the, the funnel. Yes, yes. A, yes. Or rather, funnel the funnel is, is... The funnel is efficient and universal. I think that's the main difference. So, okay. with that, um, how is... Like, I, I want to I think about... For one, how is uh, the universa universality of content going to progress? And... How is it that we can leverage our personalities better? Or rather, how can we truly encapsulate our person? Or maybe the most likable things about us? Because on one hand, you know, you could go about it and being like hyper-professional and, you know, that's, that's, that is what it is. And perhaps you could be likable there. But then again, you're leveraging like perhaps specific knowledge in that regard. Or you could just be like an entertainer in that sense. And then, you know, it could be easy, maybe a kind of cap, cap, capsule personality. But what is it that, what is it that, what will make it so that we can universally express our influence across all, all forms of, of content and uh, platforms? I would, I might go and either look at examples in, in history that I've cared about, but also um, go to uh, the in-person level because... At some point, everything is not necessarily an abstraction, but the if you could just be in a million places at one time, at a million barbecues at one time, that'd be perfect, right? Yes. Because and, yes. and of course, yeah. word of word of mouth marketing is is still the best marketing. So, I would go and think about: Is there ever a person I knew in my community who was just that motherfucker? And, and you don't really know what job they did, like you don't know where they work. They might as well have not worked because, like, that wasn't the point of them, right? Like. They were just that motherfucker at the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I would go and look at that and then see in what ways did that play out to, to my child eyes, because in some sense, it's like, it's almost like no matter where you, cause the point is that no matter where you meet them, you feel, you know, very comfortable and you feel like you want to do the task with them, whether that's an entertainment task, a professional task. Um, so and obviously, like, we can start listing off the characteristics. That's also a way to get into it. Like, or not the characteristics, but the um, the factors. Touch points, obviously. The more you see them, the better. So it's like, if you can just completely take over um, the the feed, then you build up that insistence. Um, the same way that it's like, really, the really, generally speaking, I think that the most kind of tried and true way across any sort of personality type or any sort of task to build up rapport with a person is to just spend a lot of time with them. Like if you spend a shit ton of time with a person, this your personality doesn't really matter. If you spend a lot of time with a person, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna grow to like them. And you know, next time you go to work with them, you'll be like, that's my motherfucking guy. So it's like so and this is why we kind of know that we're gonna stay friends with the people who we're friends with now for the rest of our lives. Just cause that like it keeps on building, building and building and it's kind of hard for somebody new to come in right now. However, at the same time, you know these platforms do provide a nice on-ramp because right away you can build up less of a star studded personality and you're just there and it's kind of like and then at some point let's say like imagine you we, we do this now right like like you'll like stalk somebody on instagram and then before you meet them you're not in person and you like everybody you already know everything about them beforehand yeah. right so so this is and this is why like for example we we all started you know uh working 
on our, we all started embracing, you know, all of these online mediums rather than trying to, you know, push them away for peace of mind because we understood them to be the most important thing. The interaction starts there. So, I mean, in some sense, like, and this is the thing, this is the thing, John, like that I really learned with the whole poster thing, at least up to this point for me, it was like with marketing, at least like, you know, in my case, I found that it's not there. There, I'm not saying that there isn't, or I don't want to say that there isn't a strategy that is juggernaut, but in a lot of ways, it's just about hustle and building and, and working on a product that you love. Like, for example, when managers will work with artists in a lot of ways, it's not really about having a super duperty smart manager with an artist who is just, who is just so, so, you know, perfect and unique and of the moment. It's more so just this manager happens to have an incentive for whatever reason to really, really hustle this one. So the point is these kind of like, and this is the thing, right? Like our minds where we live, always looking for, you know, the little edge. Again, I'm sure that they're there, but I will say that t- to start, it's literally, it's, it's we're all working on the same linear. Cool. Especially right now, right? Like for example, we're talking about, we want, you know, the clip maker to come out. Right. And we might even have a, and you know, I think that actually it could be a, something that, that a platform buys. Like for example, TikTok might buy this and now start literally just implementing like, like what if we had like a, an app that scrapes YouTube for shit and then boom, it just runs the content. Now, I don't know what the, um, right. There's obviously all the legality issues, but the point is you see see what I'm saying. Right. So, Hmm. but until then we're still all like, the person who posts five times a day does better than the person who posts two times a day. And the person who posts 20 times a day does better than the person who posts five times. It, we're still kind of playing on these linears where it's like, you know, all the answers. This is not about thinking. This is about doing. And at least for me with posters, that's where the issues came in. And, and now I've essentially overcame that. And I understand that business is, is, is about hustle just as much as it is about smarts. So again, sure. There, sure. these exist and, and we can talk about them because they're super interesting and, and they will help in the long term. But in some sense, John, it's, it's really just about, you know, going about it and thinking about it as we do it. Like for example, this summer we want to um, throw a party that is super well executed. And at the same time we have our podcast in the background, which is, you know, very well um, recorded. And we have, you know, like funny interactions with people coming in for myself. I haven't been doing this right now because I'm moving my laptop a lot for this presentation that I'm doing, but you know, like for myself, like, I'm just recording myself working 24 seven and, and seeing what potentially comes out of it. And then eventually I'll, and, but the thing is for me, it's like, it's super important for these other businesses to succeed, to facilitate that financially. Hold on. I got to use the bathroom to keep talking. I'm listening to you. Sure. 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 Keep talking. I'm listening to you. I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, in terms of, yeah. So again, as with any kind of marketing, I'm still convinced that one of the biggest points of success is just how often can, how often do you touch a person's life? And, you know, we live in the the digital realm. We spend basically all of our lives, most of our lives there. So the more you can appear in kind of certain different aspects, the better. And this is super interesting because you talk about the vagueness, right? Well, it's like, think about like seeing like a sports star or like a movie 
um, uh, an actor in like a Super Bowl ad, right? You're like, oh, that's not a movie actor. But it's like, it's kind of interesting because what if you saw them in so many different advertisements where you're just like, oh, it's like that guy. Like you've never really seen like an advertisement. You've never really seen an advertisement um, actor appear in so many popular ads that it's like you, you start to know them. Um, but this can build up that vagueness, right? Like if you just happen to appear in a shit ton of different TikTok videos for whatever reason on like a ton of different subjects, that means that you're you're basically in that person's community, right? Because their community is all these different TikTok videos, which might have, you know, some different subjects um, to play with. And then if you just appear in all of those, you are now in that person's community. So maybe a way to transfer, to be transferable here is, okay, this is super interesting. Let's say somebody who really loves, um, I don't know, David Dobrik. Obviously that's, that's somebody as me, okay? And they watch a shit ton of David Dobrik videos, right? But then let's say they also watch some other creator who's like, has no contact with them, right? And then if they ever do, it would be a sick crossover episode. But like, let's say they're like super different. They live in like different ends of the country, let's say. Okay. But then you happen to, for whatever reason, appear time to time, appear in both of their videos or all the time you appear in both of their videos, then that's kind of sick. And you know, this is kind of a, one of those, again, interesting extreme cases where it's, it's, it's sort of more of just like a kind of fun case study for what would happen if we kind of turn this up to a notch. But I, I think of, um, I think of a similar, oh, like times when it's like, you, you hear these kind of interesting articles, like, uh, Tesla becomes, uh, the most highly valued company on earth having made zero profits ever. Or like, I'm pretty sure that was a thing at some point or, um, oh, like, the first billion dollar valued uh, company, which is um, a private startup, like for example, it's happened to Stripe, right? It was these really interesting, like almost like dichotomies where it's like something that is like, it something becomes like super duper successful in like in a realm without actually like taking the steps that would typically you have to take. Or like, oh, I think it was like, it's like if a product if, if like, for example, let's say that some company, some brand says that pre-orders for a product and then they raise like, and then they raise like hundred million dollars, not having told the people what the product is, for example, or, oh yeah, like for example, like a startup raised a hundred million dollars without even having a product. They just said crypto this. So what about, this would be a super interesting case. What if you had the most influence, however, you didn't even have a personal account. Yo, have you been keeping up with what I'm saying in the headphones? Yes, I've been listening okay, the whole time. So, so imagine, imagine this extreme case where somebody has the most influence, but they, like, for example, when, when TikTokers who were super popular on TikTok made a YouTube channel, they didn't have to grow it. It just came like this, right? Because the people were already there ready to pick it up. So what if you had no personal accounts, right? But you just appeared in everybody else's accounts and then, and then you pulled up in an ad and sold like, you know, like 20,000 fucking wallets or whatever. That's kind of the extreme case. But again, this is why for me, it's always like, for example, for me, I'm like, shit, we need a motive house to do the party, but we don't want, but we want to like the kind of ideal imagination, which we will absolutely create is that we are not like, we're basically a not-for-profit entertainment company. We, we just come through and we talk about this, right? The, the idea is that, you know, we build up the funds in, you know, highly profitable industries 
And then we just execute kind of however we want the entertainment to be, right? But this is where it's cool because I lost my train of thought. Shit. Um, anyways, you, like, for example, let's say. Well, you, before you, you go really on to the next thing, put, let me just say. Yeah. I, I want to go on, on what, you, what you said earlier um, while I was in the sure, bathroom. Sure. I thought that was super valuable what you said on being the bridge between communities. I think that's that right, is super valuable. Right. And on, on the token of what you're saying, like, it's, it's, like, it's like when because a Morgan Freeman pops world. in the bathroom. Because, because you're. Exactly. Because again. Again, the kind of basis in in my mind when I was you know thinking about the music industry a lot, the basis of um, like entertainment profiting, profiteering is literally just you pick the person who is who best represents a subculture, and then you have them sell people stuff. But it's like the the lower or higher you go, you you encapsulate more people but with less leverage, right? But then it's like mm-hmm. if you can cross subcultures, that's when you have the prolificity, yeah. especially because you have more word of mouth. If I meet somebody who I don't give a shit about anything that they're into, but but then it so happens to be that I actually, that we now do give a shit about the same thing because I, or whatever kind of face, was in both those things. And the thing is, we talked about this a long time ago where it was like, I remember this very, very clearly, it was like the night we were like outside of my house and you told me like, I'm just interested in a lot of different things, right? I don't know if you remember this, but I'm like, I, I was like, I like how do you talk to so many people, right? And you said, yeah, I'm just interested in, in, in everything. And that's the thing, right? Where you can, you can tell, you can teleport, and and yeah, like it builds up leverage. It builds up leverage, and then it's a matter it of do you want to? And the thing is, it's funny because before I'll let you go, but before um you were talking about knowledge work and less specialization. Well, again, it's cool to be super specialized in terms of being very very, you know, deep in a subculture, but in terms of leverage, in terms of transferable leverage. Like, you know, if you're just that guy who's like in every single, you know, group in your school, like there's, there's something there. And, and again, like, I would just love to kind of scroll from, cause it's, cause it's almost like it's teleportation, right? If I take a TikTok mm. and I'm in one reel and then I scroll into another one, I literally just teleported subcultures, geographic regions. Like I literally just teleported into a different part of the world, a completely different part of my brain, a completely different interest set. I might've gone from fucking, I don't know bad bikini bitches to math bro right but it's like if i happen to be in both like just there that's yeah. go, <laughs> right listen bro dan bozarian was in those industries bro you see him bad bikini bitches and you see him on yachts that's how and, it gotta be bro but it's really important and, um, it's really important and the point is that on the back end because at some at some point to to facilitate this on the back end you have to build up those relationships which is obviously the sickest part of this because then you're not just building up the relationship with because then the, the point is you're leveraging other people as platforms. It's almost like, it's almost mm-hmm. like when, when, when creators went onto Facebook, the platform and started creating content, you are now the creator is the platform. You are to the creator, what they were to Facebook. Right. And the same way that the creator would, would go and post on Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, Snapchat, right. Twitter, they would have to post across all these different platforms as a personality you in some now that the creator is the platform you in some sense have to post across these creators the same way that you know like when casper advertises their mattresses they have to go with you know kylie jenner um fucking justin bieber right they have to have all these people you know move into houses and you know post with their new mattress box right so they're already they've been doing so people have been doing this for ages right but interestingly i think that you know like especially like people who are individual personalities like influencers I don't know how much they focus on cross episodes, right? 
But it's like back in like the Nickelodeon days and shit, right? Like cross episodes were the fucking sickest episodes. They were the especially, shit. Especially because, you know, if I watched fucking iCarly, but I didn't know what Victorious was, now after this one, I might actually go and check it out. So exactly it's like, exactly but it's like what if what if gippy what if gibby was a fucking character in victorious 2 that'd be weird as fuck that would make no sense however now because obviously you know the great thing about um today's content is that it's it's like real world simulation people can appear in different movies and it's there's no like there's no you can be the same character in different movies mm-hmm. so yeah bro infinity war man the 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 multiverse bro that's right that's right and that's really important that's really important because the distinction here is like it's again like this is actually really interesting because it's regressive. It's regressive in the sense where that these these the progr- the pro- like like our progression towards more like like complicated systems are actually in in of the automation and trying to recreate a lot of the interpersonal connect- connections and all the things that require us to do these things that we do. The more automation we get, the more back the more further we come back to these regressive things. And then where it's like like that that the little bit that you can't replicate necessarily with AI yet, or maybe even ever, is that is that leverage of that experience, and and that's the the most important that's the most important part when we talk about these things because when you have these people you know like 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 if you let's say you admire like like a good researcher you know that's what his leverage is is accountable to his knowledge it has nothing to do with his personality. And so with that, like you wouldn't really care if he sh- he popped up on these different commercials. Like if you saw if you saw, um, like if you saw you know, um, I can only think of like one scientist. If you saw Anthony Fauci, Fauci it's, pop it's up not, at a, it's at not a relevant commercial. to the it's not relevant to the to the domain because you're judging them. You you because you want to optimize for what you're working on in the workplace, right? So exactly, exactly. And so, so if he's acting as the bridge between. Exactly. If he's acting as the bridge between, you know, like some science and knowledge content and like other content between these communities, it's really but inefficient you know because it's who knows? It's interesting that Anthony Fauci, after he, um, you know, retired from the government or whatever, sorry if I'm wrong about that, he didn't go and wow. get paid to do some ads because he could actually sell like a lot of shit. <laughs> like that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, but that's, that's because... But the thing is, that's a little bit different because it's 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 more or less, um, it still has to do with, with information yeah. leverage and then that, that's also trust right. as well. But then, but then we go back at someone like Bill Bill Nye. That's completely different because the experience that we have with Bill Nye actually has it so that he has so much more leverage to a lot of these people because he has sentimental value towards him. If Bill Nye told me something about the mm. about the about science, I would listen. I would listen because I remember all the little like the little dollies that were right. that would be carted in with the, with the TVs. Right. I'd be like, oh, so- if he says something, it's facts. But you know, I see Fauci, and he says something, and there's like so much debate around it, and it's like, oh, what's what's the what's the case? But if you saw Bill Nye, and he said something about it, I'd be like, damn, he might be right. I'm gonna have to do right. that. I'm gonna have to do whatever he says. And so it's like that. If you're trying to be the bridge between something, having a personality is very important because you actually incentivize people to go towards there based on That's your right. personal experiences, so- and it's 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 towards leveraging experience more than anything else. And not necessarily like specific knowledge per se, but actual sentimental experience. If you can go about something and and that's why, you know, being a million places at once is really valuable. That's why, you know, seeing people over and over and over again gets you a lot of brownie points with people because you just share more experience with people on average. The reason why we all are our close friends from high school and why people tend to stay friends with their high school or college um, um, friends is because 
we just tend to hang out with each other a lot. We have so many experiences or to look back on. Or at the very least, people don't make on. friends after college. They don't make new friends after exactly. college. Exactly. Because when, because when they, they're in these workplaces, they may be jumping around, they don't see them as much, and they don't hang out as much. And they spend time probably more often with their wife than they do with their friends. And that's why it gets more harder, because that's cultivating right. these relationships is a big time commitment. And so, and interestingly, you know, one of the kind of fundamental advices to getting friends when you're an adult is to consistently go to a single place, like, for example, a gym. Yeah, yeah, and it's insane. And, and, and even in like the even with us, like like the more and more I go to the gym, the more like culture you get because like that's where Bro, the community is. That's why. And so that's why if, the same way that I said we should just go and look at who is that guy in the community or whatever in in like some sort of community. Like for you, it might be like I don't know, like Robert's dad, for example. Um, it's like mm. and just apply that. It's like for example, you could just go into a high school or like into an better yet, go to an elementary school, see who did everybody know, and then just apply that like like using you know all of the different kind of mediums that people use today those are because those are the most efficient examples of that and moreover it's not just who did these people know um it's more or less who did these people like actually have a relationship with because if you actually observe of the of the of the dynamics that occurred in high school let's like let's actually let's let's look at that so there's a lot of people who people knew about but people didn't know them entirely like like for example you know there's a lot of people who knew like, like a lot of people know, a lot of people are fans. If you're a fan of somebody, then you're not necessarily going to be inclined. But if you have these parasocial relationship with somebody, that is so much more valuable. Or rather, in, in these high school settings, if you actually know the guy and you've spoken with him a lot, that's going to give you a lot more sentiment for you to actually follow what he says rather than just hearing about him and thinking that he's quote-unquote popular if if you will go about and you teleport across a bunch of clicks a bunch of communities and you can actually have conversation with all of these different people that's those people who actually have these value if if you're if you're a guy and you're and you're going to the gym let's say you're going to the gym and you let's say you're known for like i mean like let, let's say you just you're you're in all these communities and you someone happens to be interested in something you know you, you give them that leverage and then you're able to connect them with other people who have that leverage or you've worked out with them enough to give them that leverage etc when somebody needs some leverage to be transferred then and you already know somebody who has done that or they're just you've spoken enough with that person maybe you could ask them if they presented themselves as that person who can give you that value or can find them for you then at that point you'll be known as that guy and then people will come towards you like like, I, I could imagine, you know, like, like very useful people or people who make themselves useful are people who say, like, I know a guy. And that's something I identified with a lot of people who have a lot of, a lot of good friends and a lot of um, respectable people in the oh, business yeah. world. I mean, you always want to, well, we know this, right? At the party, you always want to be, oh, you should yeah. this guy. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, right. So that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like a lot of people that I meet, uh, uh, they're like, yo, yeah, like you should come to the mosque because I know right. a guy, he's running his own stuff. And I'm like, oh, what? Really, just for the mosque. It's like, yeah, that that's how I know him. And that's super powerful. So that's, right. that's, that's right, why, like Exactly, exactly. And that's why I love going to that's why like that's the only reason actually that I go to campus. That it's literally the sole reason, so that I can be present more so that people know me. And it provided unfathomable value when I was when we were at the hackathon. And that's just one example. Like mm. at the hackathon, because I had made myself very present in the computer science community at the university, I was able to excel a lot better because I was in for one, like for one, I got like for one, I got like, you know, um I got access to like like the private rooms and whatever, you know, like I got I got some food or whatever, like 
Like, I, you know, I got to t talk with the with the cool guys, but also they got to help me as well because I've been knowing them right. and they want to see me succeed. They want to see everybody succeed, right. but it's also right. other teammates, you know, we, we can collaborate and talk and have fun. And so stuff like that is super valuable where you have to be able to have leverage in a bunch of different communities and being known and being present wherever you are is incredibly valuable because you have shared experiences and because they know that you can connect them with other people and to give them better shared experiences. And that's why that's also, that's also important because if you can say, I think you really like, you'd really like this guy, you should meet him. I think people who set people up are, are one of the coolest people out there because those people create yeah. new friendships. And then when you see them, and they, they tell you about something towards interpersonal mm -hmm. relationships, just you respect them and you believe them far more. Right, well, Pardon? a lot of, a, a lot of, yeah, the stamp of approval. And this goes, this is aligned with um, the opinion of a, lo a lot of pretty, uh, like, you know, thinking pe people, which is that some of the m most um, kind of secure uh, people on social media are the ones who like just curate the curators, right? So you're basically just a curator of people in that sense, mm -hmm. right? You got people who, who are curating content, you know, like playlists on Spotify and stuff. So same thing. And, and that's great. And I think a good way to leverage that is to one, have a lot of skills on your own because then like you're naturally going to be inclined to get into certain communities because people will relate to you on that. Um, obviously be in a lot of different places at once. You know, like you have, you, you have to be on in different communities, different places. That's why, you know, I want to go to a rock climbing gym. I want to go to the gym. That's why like I work out at the university. And then I also, I also like want to get a rock climbing membership. I also work out at my own gym and then I also go to planet fitness sometimes with, with the boys or, right. you know, sometimes I stay in one place for a while. And that's, I see the them gym is a good example later, of, of setting up, um, activities, which, match up right and this is what i talked about like like music touring where or I, I like some sort of there's some workplaces where it so happens to be that doing work you you collaborate with people and you struggle with them and also succeed with them on like a very kind of prolonged basis and there's just this like um physical closeness as well and so it's 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 position because you talked about this last time you know in your job positioning ourselves in places where it's almost like it'd be sick if you know people always have to go like through you to get somewhere you know you mm -hmm. have you you because because the first part is obviously you know figuring out what are the activities where we can align because especially because like we basically don't do anything purely for entertainment like it always has to be you know paired with something good right which is why a, lo a lot of people like like us they're basically just friends with the people who they work with um and this happens in universities too, obviously, where people make the majority of their, their friends, right? They just study together, um, at least to start. And, but again, like the other kind of part that I, I think we haven't really ex experienced with as much yet is in your career, you are in a place where people have to, um, you're in a position where people have to kind of like go to you to um, get some sort of, like get their task done. Because you're just, and you, you just are a gatekeeper naturally to so many different, um, we can call it a gate facilitator to so many different, hmm. different avenues. Um, and this is why we want to go into industries that a lot of different people, you know, have their hands in that a lot of different people care about, including the government, 
because then you're working with all these people and you're building up these relationships um, naturally. And, you know, you even see this, like, that's why I love that uh, when they, um, when Justin Trudeau and uh, Joe Biden, you know, linked up, you saw that, like, they, like, they went to the house and then they all, like, you know, their families linked up and shit, right? So that's like, that's how business gets done a lot of the, a lot of the time. It's mm-hmm. not just in the boardroom. Um, so, yeah, like, and the industries that we're going really- into a lot of time are have a lot of different stakeholders in them over a lot of and so at the end of the day we tend to observe that status again like it always comes back down to status is the most important thing to 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 people to people who want to go to the highest reaches for businessmen um because you know inevitably like i'm not i don't need a big house because i i want to have a big house i need a big house so that i can have really nice business meetings and so people could respect me or so people can, can compliment my house or maybe they could want to party at my house or I could have events at my house and I could have a nice time there. I want to have a good car, not because, you know, I want to be a fucking, I want to go to car meets and shit. Actually, I would. I would want to go to car meets so I can That's meet why, business though, people. That's why you go to the car meets, right? Well, of course. Um, but it's not. Know, so I don't know if this is true, but there's the saying that like that this $250 million yacht paid for itself in a year. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, it could, bro. It could because, like, then all these people are like renting out the yacht. You know, they're probably just no, renting out the yacht. They, the point is, they, the point is, the amount of business that they got. Not sorry, not through just renting oh. out. The, point, the amount of the amount of like deals that they yeah. made because of the sub. Which again, you're just relying always on the subconscious, which is the riz. As in, like, you're just more likely to close a deal if you're on the yacht. Like, yo, if you pull up to my yacht, like, we're gonna get you for a lower price because you you feel. Dude, like if if I was gonna invest in somebody, if I was gonna invest in somebody, and they invited me to my the yacht. I'd probably, well, depending on the person, right? Like if I, if I thought they were wasting their money, yeah. But if I could see that they made money through another business, I'd be like, yeah, this person can make money. Maybe I should invest in them. And, and that's, more that's funny, again, if you were investing in someone like, and they saw your yacht, they'd be like, oh, look, I want to be like this guy. So that's why. I'm yeah. And then they'd also be like, maybe yeah. I'll give him more equity. Maybe I'll do all this. Assist. So it makes yeah. sense that it would, that's it would right. There's, buy there's those little minute details, right? So, so that's why, you know, all these people like try it's to let these other things. We are lowering. We are lowering the bar to play. It's kind of like alcohol. We're making you think. We're 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 slowing your your cognitive systems. Yeah. Yes. It literally is all just games, bro. It's, it's all just it's like magic. It's a magic games. trick. It is a magic trick, and nobody. Exactly, bro. Now like, you own like your people, company, now you don't. And that's why people who are like really, really um like I, adverse to that are are just don't understand the game. That's why they're not winning because they're like, oh, you shouldn't have that. Like you shouldn't have that. Well, that's so, right. Well, the only way, the only way you can hate a game is by not understanding it. That's the only way you can hate a game is exactly. by not understanding you, it. You just really don't understand because we're not that different from you. We're not that like we're not that different from you, you hater. Because we all have these. We all have these. But the, it's right because we all have these like like personal personal desires. We all are people. It's just a matter of like how do we actually curate these relationships? And once you're at the top of the game, you know time is very valuable, and that's the distinction. It's it's how much do you actually want to leverage your time? So now, mm-hmm. so on to creating your personal brand. It it brings me back to you know what do you want to be known for in the long term? And maybe to us, it's a really simple answer. But I think it's, again, like a question we've talked about before, but a question that I think deserves an answer. Because now it's like, do I want to go about it being hyper-professional 
and you know or being quite opinionated being a mix of both being known as a creator being known as an entertainer you don't want to be, you don't want to be rigid you don't want to be seen as rigid exactly That's weird of course you don't want to be you don't want to be seen you and i mean at the end of the day you never want to specialize um when you're a person being known for one thing and being dependent on being known for one thing is the worst position you want to become you want to be in because you'll end up hating the thing that you're on like no matter what you love if you're known for one thing and you're absolutely dependent on it as a personality to succeed in for example a minecraft youtuber you'll end up hating, hating it because you'll just oh that's funny like, because once you start out, dying right they couldn't transfer to fortnite they just couldn't which is weird because it's like exactly 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 once you can't transfer you know like like it's actually a shame and right. that's why you know streamers are really good at that because or like the best streamers were good at that because they ended up just changing their content that's because right. it was actually their personality was valuable not their skill yeah. or, and or artists goes, who grew, grew up with their audience from the age of you know 9 to 20. exactly it goes back to how you produce your value so if, if your leverage is is static and it's not transferable or you don't decide to transfer it you're going to end up being um stuck in a position where you have to try to either change it up or maintain the status quo and it inevitably will die out so you have to be able to to be um very dynamic in how you express yourself and so with that it goes back to like what's a very dynamic thing as 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 a person what's something very dynamical about a personality what's something that someone could change and be fluid in? well then who exactly is dynamic that we observe right now like who is yeah. dynamic? Who who do we know for multiple things? Elon. Look at look at let's... Um, What is he? Is he though? You know, to be clear, there's really nobody who actually everybody cares about. It's very segmented. Well, of course, of course, but like let's say like n equals three communities. I'd say actors. Jamie Foxx, I think, is a good, really good example because he's a musician. He's a like he's an entertainer. He's he's been in music. He's an actor, and um, he he runs like a bunch of events and stuff. I I I just I forget what's like the third one. But he's an actor, you know, musician. But he's also done a bunch of other stuff, um, you know, and that's that's really cool of him. He he runs parties as well. I he, I think he's he manages a lot of parties and events. A lot of people say pull up the Jamie Fox party, so and stuff like that. You know, like he's known in different communities and in very niche ones, in fact. And so that makes yeah. it very dynamic. But I will point out that, like, that I, like, like, like the the name rings a bell, but like I'm not a hundred percent. Jamie Fox? Oh, you know him. You know, you know Jamie Fox. Yeah. I'm sure I do. He's but... in Django Unchained. He's the main character of Django Unchained. Oh, okay. Um, you've seen him. He's in Kanye. A lot of Kanye West songs. Um, yeah, yeah. I I have seen. Yeah, the, yeah. The movie. I did not know. And so. Uh, he's in a, you know, um, you know when he said, you know, Gold Digger, when he goes, she take my money when I'm oh. in need. That's Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like, he, he's not made for himself. You know? yeah, exactly. Like, everybody fucks with that guy and everybody in the, in the industry. And he, he, oh, he's a comedian. He's a comedian as well. Okay. Um, that's, he's a comedian, a musician, and an actor. That's, that's an entertainer. That's like a full personality, bro. Like, if I saw Jamie Foxx, I'd be like, is Yo, that guy? I, I could know. But, like, at the same time, another person I'll say is just, like, like Freddy. Like, I just fuck with Freddy. You know what I'm saying, though? So it's like... Yeah, you just fuck with his personality. But that the thing is, that's right. because we just know him. How would we get to know him? That's a thing. Because the personality is one thing, right. and you can't really change it. 
It's how you get Basically, to know that. How why do you want to be known for some some functions here are for one, taking the time and trying to push it down because I've known Freddie since I was six, so it's a matter of, um, taking those uh, thirteen so years and how what are exposure. some. Yeah, well, yes, of course, it's exposure. We've identified that. And now it's just a matter of what functions can push down the amount of time. Not, 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 there's touch points, yes, but there's also genuinely just like, like your brain needs to sit on things the same way that, you know, when you study for a test, sometimes it's a matter of spreading it out. Like, same thing. How can you push down the amount of, the amount of time? But again, I just, I don't know how productive these conversations are. Like, like, are we like? Can you really capture everybody? Be so yes. vague. Yeah, I, I I answered that question right away when I said it. You can be vague. Um, okay, who else? Well, 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 well. Uh, it depends. It depends. Bro, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. I mean, yeah, DJ Khaled's a good example. He's funny. Like you know him across the Bro, internet. No, but the thing is, everybody always says, "What the fuck does DJ Khaled do on songs?" Oh, yeah, but everybody knows him. So in that, yeah. that's the thing. He basically platforms himself through other artists, right? He just stamps his name on it. So it's it's kind of like um, mm-hmm. like uh, oh, it's what you, you know who did this actually. Though. You know who you should study. You know who you should study. I will. What's it called? Um, fuck. There's this company who's like been just like buying up other content companies and just been like and literally at the start of it, all the the people who run it, they'll just say like, oh yeah, like we get paid by this, these people and they, they just wanted us to tell you this and then maybe you'll like buy some shit from them. Disney? It's, it's HubSpot. 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 I've never heard of him. Sound like Disney so, to me. Well, no, but Disney creates their own stuff. They don't, they don't like, yeah, try to, but yes. But they also like acquired, basically, basically, they okay, also okay, okay. Inter- that's true. That's true. Interestingly, so interestingly, in some sense, um, you, you have, we say that influencers are platforms. Now, platforms can be big and small, right? The biggest platform is Disney, but Disney at this point, at, at some point, Disney, I'm sure, was connotated with Walt Disney, right? So people mm-hmm. like to abstract themselves away from the limelight as they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so it's a matter of just, you know, reversing that, right? Like, how can, you know, the human platform be like a Disney level platform? Like, the point is, like, when, like, MSNBC and, like, you know some other media conglomerate like they're like competing against each other on like a very very like high stakes level right it's like like but how can i be like a billion dollar platform like like me i'm a billion dollar platform as in like you you know what i mean there's also that 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 aspect to Mm -hmm. it but going back to the people yes dj Khaled, as in he stamps his name onto all this great music and yeah like I i don't really know what he did he just he just put his name on it um yeah, 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 and and yeah, that's like, interesting. That's interesting. The, like, like for example, Michelin star restaurants, right? Like, you just trust the restaurant right away. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. So we, I, I think that's been an potentially that's been an out that's been um like an underlying thing that we've mentioned across this time, which is which is like trust, which is which is like 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 credibility. That well, goes yeah, a long way. But you can you can attach these these characteristics are pretty simple though. Like you can attach. It's just a matter of communicating these characteristics and then being able to act as a platform in the right way where, you know, it, yeah. it's your face and get the levers. Like the, all the characteristics, I mean, we know them. You can just search them. Just search up good characteristics, right? Like, no, of course, of course. Know, right, right, like, right. It's communicating that credibility. And so 
which goes back to what leverage two you different have. people's mindsets as in you mm-hmm. have to everybody knows that michelin star is, is is trustworthy so i guess in some senses well this is kind of obvious again it's the matter of you know you have deeper subcultures sorry deeper people who are deeper in subcultures have less reach but deeper reach so like for example um everybody knows that you know uh fuck everybody knows that apple makes good computers but nobody cares about them if apple made like ketchup or whatever. actually maybe they would um it's it's just that good but like for example like michelin star restaurants they apply to restaurants but they don't apply like if michelin star started rating like fucking headphones you would probably not care as much however where is the combination right it's mm-hmm. it's a matter of both every and the thing is again again it's a matter of taking a human and using them while still remaining while still you know applying the face and all these kind of you know human aspects you have to control it with the sophistication and just with the competition of a of you know one of these huge conglomerates because the thing is i asked you is it truly possible to apply to appeal to everybody but the thing is we know where this has happened in certain companies like for example google is a monopoly um you know outside of like china and russia right or um like oil companies they're they're monopolies um but you know let's talk about brands like everybody knows google there's these brands that um everybody everybody knows in in the capitalism world so we've seen this happen um and mr beast is is probably one of the people who has really has really taken this all that far so but yeah no we should we should talk about it about personal brands as well like 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 you're right. These these big company brands are very interesting. They're monop. How? And is there any sort of monopolistic factors to a to a human? Yes, absolutely. Because I mean, like it, it, they're transferables. I mean, obviously they have the capital, but it's also like like the credibility of their products and their 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 the quality of their products that just transfer over. But also the ecosystem, as in they create their own entire community within them. Their monopolies, specifically these tech platforms, because you don't see it anywhere else. Um, you don't, you don't see that anywhere else other than these big tech companies where, where they have, that's right. like they, the reason for their, their leverage or their, their, sorry, the credibility is based on their, their leverage of quality products. And so that credibility is maintained through their, their produ- production of better platforms for these people. I could imagine that, you know, before them, there was like big, big companies that bought up a bunch of real estate or like construction companies that also owned a yeah. lot of real estate or owned apartment complexes that probably were known for the quality of, of this. Your name's on dispersing. every apartment. Exactly, on exactly. So, or, or, you know, like big firms, you know, like, 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 um, eight, like, I guess like, what, what, what was a good example of, of, I'm trying to think of something like, like that, like firms, like big firms with big names, you know, like, I mean, you could probably think of like a bank, like BlackRock or JP Morgan, that they also have to happen yeah. to be invested in a lot of real estate as well. If you see that it's invested in real estate, it might be like a rich house or something that just got reacquired. Um, and so on the same token, so what we observe in this case is that their the the transferability of their of their brand is evident in their it, it's evident in the services they provide and the quality of that, which upscales their credibility um, potentially. For the personal brand as well, it comes back to transfer it primarily transfer of information um, or experiences, and I think we get into yes. a, a very. But these are very specific. 
What I'm talking about is very specific ways as to how they acquired it. On the broad sense, it does stem back to experiences, and that's why those who have and leverage have leveraged and continue to leverage experiences continue to proliferate in any environment because once they give you considerable experiences across time, then you would tend yeah. to trust them, and their credibility is substantiated absolutely, absolutely. by the experience that you have. And this is so, why I would love to see somebody brand. in. This is why I love to see somebody in all of these different, um, not mediums, same medium, but all of these, you know, different individual, like in cross episodes. I would love to see cross episodes because the thing is, you mimic the experience in the person's head, right? That's right. Yes. If you can motive, that's what it's gonna be. Because when you when you like, let's say you watch a vlog or whatever, right? If you see somebody who, if you see somebody in that experience, creating a good experience, you can like, you can build up um, an understanding in your head of how it would be to hang out with that person without actually hanging out with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all mm-hmm. this is just, hopefully you don't have any cognitive dissonance if you actually do hang out with them. Yet, why do I even need to hang out with them when they're hanging out with somebody else who I relate to at some extent? So because of that, now it feels like I already hung out with them. I don't even need to see them because somebody hung out with them for me. They're literally outsourcing their experiences. That's what the entertainment industry has become That's true because, to an extent. Because in, 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 in personal relationships, there is always a stamp of credibility, right? It's like, like for example, you know, if you introduce somebody to me, I'm just going to assume that they're like a good, a good person. Whereas like, oh, or the thing is where, where you, if you talk to somebody and you like don't really care and then like, oh, but like I'm friends with that guy. I'm like, oh, you know that guy? Okay, they left, like work boys. So, so exactly, that's right. Exactly. That, that, you know, that would like, play out on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like seeing this happen. We're, I don't think we're seeing this happen a lot for whatever reason. It might just be overlooked. Like we're not seeing people leverage cross episodes. And that I think that's much more because of, I think that's just because of how dependent they are on their specificity. Whereas people who are much more freer, freer could extend their reach. For example, Elon is able to be his personality because um, he just has the money to do so. He's not dependent on his personality, but he also just doesn't give a fuck. But also, you could see, like, I mean, I mean, like, like what? Yeah, you're right. What they're, they're what, again, what causes these people to be very you're stingy? Right, though. It, in is what... their, it is it is their business. It is the, it's not stingy. They don't have any money. It's it is their business. They are in that particular niche entertainment, I mean, that's par- probably why they partly always default back to it. Even if I think about um, a very prolific star, let's say a musical artist, who goes to, um, who there's always a matter of conversion, right? This is why we want to have high profitability in a separate industry, fund this, because an artist, there's because otherwise you're always looking for the conversion, right? An artist who will go to do a cross episode somewhere else, will just simply be looking to pull people back to their concerts, right? They're always defaulting to their own. You're actually, you're right. It's, it's why the fuck would they do that? This is cool as fuck for the viewer, but what does it do for them, right? And this is why whenever people it's, link up, they're always talking about what is the split of the collaboration. You'll always see somebody go on one person's episode and then after that, the person will go on their episode because it always has to be 50-50, right? However, if you're, if you can, if you don't, if that's not a factor, you're just trying to, you just want to be cool. You just want to live it up. Like you just want to be that guy, right? You just, just for the sake of it. Cause, cause you're living life. Again, you don't need to have your own platform because you don't need a niche something. You yes, just yes, appear. Yes. And that's Absolutely. how, that is literally, that literally means that you're not, you're not, 
because now, because the thing is, people might become superstars and then try to um, become more and more and more vague, just like a founder who who makes a lot of money and then becomes a VC. Then they try to become more and more vague. However, what if your niche is literally null? There's no value there, right? It's like mm-hmm. master, there is, there is, master, there is no very, very deep fan. There is no, there is not this hierarchy of, you know, people who know you on a more and more vague basis. There's, there's no core fans because I'm not a core person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I think that's really interesting. There's no niche because, yeah, no absolutely. And the reason why, absolutely, the reason why we're we're niching up is because of of the market and and in the current culture and the current right. the current economic incentives require us to specialize. Because how else are we going to provide value at scale? We have limited time. But once scale becomes it's, it's a, it's much easier to acquire and efficiency, absolutely, absolutely. Once efficiency is outpaced. And again, back with, with AI, talking about how our, our scale is being much more empowered, I think that we see more and more with these more sophisticated systems that will actually will end up seeing a lot of these people emerging. And I think I think a lot of people already identify that. I think, you know, like someone like Dan Ko, um, he's a he's a he's a new YouTuber, um, but he's talking about like like you know, philosophy and all that and whatever. But he's been talking about the personal brand. I think someone like him and moreover um, like even even Iman Godzi or like these other motiv- motivational speakers, sure they're they they they're capitalizing primarily on on like their their lifestyles, but what they identify really really um, exquisitely is that these personal brands um, they're they're getting a lot less specialized because they're leveraging themselves, and moreover. Um, I think we're about to see actually a burst of these people because the culture is shifting from requiring us and actually having it be less beneficial for us to specialize because output is going to outpace it. And so the reason why we haven't seen it yet is because the market doesn't demand it. But more and more, I think we actually will end up seeing that. So potentially we might see not to in not in the too distant future that we will end up seeing a bunch of these people go from all these different communities and hop from place to place and actually teleport like those guys because they're now empowered to do so and so that's the the, so that that's the thing it's like we got to be the first we got to be the first to do that otherwise somebody else is going to be doing it better than us right so i mean we better start you know reality tv the the shit out of our lives asap and that but you know there's another thing that comes up here first of all i just want to say literally everything that we're saying is like very very fundamental business, oh, yeah. you know, startup theory, which we all we already know about because you know we we've studied the whole kind of you know Paul Graham Y Combinator kind of start startup strategy stuff, and we so we all know all about you know the niche, right? It's it's business one on one and it's marketing one on one as well. So it goes back. It goes back to the point of literally just more and more treating treating um, your identity as a major entertainment um, conglomerate and Mm. applying the same rigor to it. And another thing, so I think about what are then the leverage points you create in order to make these things happen? Well, one thing is, because again, the the individual platforms, and I'm not talking about technology companies, I'm talking about individuals. Those platforms, they just want some sort of incentive to um, let's say have you there, right? So it's like, for example, you know, if we have like, um, 
and you'll say at first, oh, this is nothing new, but then it does become something new. Like, for example, the, uh, like, the party, right? If it's, like, you know, a super clouded um, party and, and people just want to go there, then they come there, and then, and then, you know, one week later, we, we're on this person's platform who, were, who was there. One week later, we're on this person's platform who was there. One week later, we're on this person's platform who was there. And again, you might say nothing new, but at the same time, like, there just hasn't been all that many, um, uh, like, high net worth uh, business people who happen to want to be, like, very, you know, prolific in society. They're not interested in that. So, they, they, don't, they don't need it. They, they don't need it. They're they typically don't want that. They want to, you know, they, they want to have a, a, a quiet life. But as well, like, for example, you, another kind of point of leverage is, like, you provide the experience. But then they, so, for example, like, I think about, like, a lot of people, they will, they will pay a lot of money in order to actually shoot their content, right? Like, they, so it's not even about incentivizing them on a personal level, like, oh, come, we got a fucking pool with, like, a lot of hot women here. Like, it's not about that, actually. You right away provide them the, for their business, the you know, content, like, for example, I don't know, fuck, they want to shoot some shit in the desert with, like, fucking ATVs or whatever, right? It's like, yo, like, I'm going, you know, ATVing, come and just shoot content, and then I happen to be doing it with you. So, again, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of, it's, it's not about, like, giving them these personal incentives, which is this kind of played out thing that all of these, you know, VC-funded um, and entertainment startups would do. It's, it's about providing the actual, like, business leverage there for them to come in and then we're also there doing it and and that could be you know that could be pretty relevant and again it's just never been applied at the scale that we're talking about which is why i you know urge myself and you to you know get profits asap because it just needs to be applied it is in some sense it's it's very much a non-for-profit i mean it'll have tremendous as we've talked about it'll have tremendous returns not only in today's world, but in, the, in like, sorry, over, over 20 years, it'll have tremendous returns, not only in the context of today's world, but in the context of where it's the only leverage that exists because AI has squeezed out everything else. But at the start, it's, it's a non-for-profit, so we do need to just be... It, we're like a record label giving advances, right? Except, except we're, we're there, you know? So, so it, it's, both, it's both happened, but it's also... It's, it's a very... Yeah, like... Like again, people just don't care enough. So who do we who do we want? So then, how do we make them care? Who do we want at Motive Load of Live? How are they going to even want to come there? Who are we not letting in? Who's coming to Motive Live? Who's going to be on the podcast? Do they want to be on the podcast? Do they care about the podcast? Do they care about Motive? Are they supposed to care about Motive? What's the what's the what's the implications of actually filling this 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 hole? How do we actually get about doing it? Well, for starters. I mean, who do we want in there? Potentially, potentially we want, um, perhaps we want to get some people who are maybe creators in the space, in, in the region. Maybe they're, they're ambitious people. Um, maybe there's an application form. I don't really want that. I should just go about people that we know. Um, perhaps they're, they're, they're specialized people, niched out people, um, people in the area, um, or it could be like like you know upcoming creators, um, relevant people, people who are friends of friends. Everyone, um, whoever we want. That, well, sorry, ev- everyone is one of the not whoever we want everyone. Well, actually, yes, whoever we want, but everyone, everyone. That could be an answer. I've also 
thinking back to um because the best way to facilitate this is if it can happen through a natural like workflow as in like i'm already working on my own thing and this happens to fit in however that's that's probably the most unlikely thing but you know i'll say for one thing like like look if, if you're doing a business where you just happen to need to travel a lot then right away it's like the opportunities are coming in there um but but again mm. it all it all relies on the businesses actually um working in the first place so so yeah you you travel in like right away you're doing right away um you're you know you're you're doing whatever business you have to do in that city here's, and then here's, here's after that you're you're linking up uh with, with here's here's, with a, here's a question sure. yeah yeah exactly and that that's that's the point I'm, I'm i'm going to i'm going to touch on right now so to to a lot of these events their 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 might is as powerful as the people who attend them or right. rather it's the brand that provides the power so like i think those are two very different things that could be the case for both like they're orthogonal they could be specked out in both ways or they could be absolutely zeroed out and so for 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 us how specked do we want it to be whereas how could we both leverage motive as a brand being extremely powerful in that the credibility establishes itself to attract more people and then also how can we ensure that the people who attend these events empower us mm. as in if our basis so okay let's say for 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 a specific case that Bro, the, it's the, a, the, the it, social it, score will start to get a build up on the motive platform which is sick because in some sense, we were actually whipping back in the day when we were in my, you know, when we were talking about the app store, sorry, the app, it w we were basically talking about a social score. We were, we were, and that would be, that would be a really good way to solve it because then it's like, then it's like when you're networking, people's like, oh, what's your motive score? They'd be like, oh, you know, just a, a shy 2 billion. They're like, the great, oh, the shit, great thing like is that. that it's a great input as well for AI to, um, for, for the chatbots to, uh, like, you know, do different recommendations, right? Like. And then, and then, and then, in that sense, you have now built up a data set, which is very important to the whole, you know, equation. And you, you could even, bro, it's everything. You invest on people based on it, like it, it makes it much more efficient. My rank my emails by who has the highest motive score. So, oh, so, that's fire, bro. So human is going to be acquired. But the, point is that, but the point is, it's like, yo, like we're coming in. And right away, we're seeing all these people, and um, you know, the next morning, we can we can just debrief, like, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. and afterwards, we'll send them the report, and uh, you know, we'll see. What <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we'll see them the recap, bro. We'll see them the the, the, the memoir, bro. But the thing the, is, it's the, funny the, because yeah. you could have you could have like it'd be sick because then it's like you could have the relationship where you know, let's like this is again just just kind of an idea, not something that'll truly play out, but. A, a reference point you you have because the thing is it's all about you know bridging the gap between the video sorry the, the live recordings and the realness so I, like one thing that's sat in my head is like each event needs to have a kind of um a split of people with cameras and people without cameras right because it has to be real like that and you have to build in the thing and the interesting thing is you might actually of course some you have the cameras on what's that of course, they'll love to have the cameras on them. Oh, of course, of course. But the interesting thing is you might actually find some gems in the dust. Like, what if somebody who, you know, is, who, who is just there? No, no, I seriously mean this. Like, like you, like you have people who are genuinely there 
just you know for the fun of it for their life and then also people there who are recording it who are the platforms you might even find some gems in in the, in i don't know what the fuck the saying is but the point is that you know what if what if the community online just happened to love this human being who is not who has no career in entertainment and now it so happens to be that anybody who got discovered at that party is automatically entitled to signing with us so mm. and but the, but the thing is that okay this is the reference point that i was talking about it's let's say the next morning you are on a live stream again with the kind of worldwide community and you are rating people with their input you're like oh okay vote y'all like this person shit yeah i like this person too and this is what would be super cool about the podcast if you can some in some way like for example let's say we have the round table right there's like six people here right it's fucking fire but then you need interaction from the world like what if somebody could like like the thing is, this happens, right? Like at Q and A's online, you would always have that people would put in their their questions, but then the people would upvote the top question that would actually get asked to the person, right? So it's like the same thing. What if the most? And the thing is, this already happens, right? Like on Twitch and shit. But it's like increasingly with with technologies, we could have it be even more of a kind of like what if you could like what if you know in the middle of the table we have obviously the three sixty camera, but then if somebody gets upvoted, we would just have their hologram pull up, and if it's like a twenty four hour event. And they're close enough. Just thinking fly. that, bro. What if we, yo, okay, okay, this would be so. Because you know how, like, I was like, just in, thinking like, about, bro. bro. What if, what if they're, what if somebody is irrelevant enough in the chat or whatever that technology is, and it's like a twenty-four hour event or a forty-eight hour party, where they're relevant enough, and if they're relevant enough in the chat, we actually say, bro, hop on the plane, and we just ha- have that shit happen. And five hours later, they're in the. And again, this is just bridging the gap between reality. Yeah. But again, John, this comes down to finances and hustle like it's still the same thing right in terms of having it be because obviously everybody's gonna try to copy it because at the same time we're still just you know going extreme but on the same linear so we, but it's but because we fucking this is so sick like yeah like yeah like bro and it's like the fucking and the thing is then the whole thing is recorded as they're hopping on the plane it's recorded the plane has the fucking word motive plastered all over it right their whole thing while they're in the jet you know then they come in and it's like again like literally five hours you the person who was watching it five hours ago they saw them on the fucking chat and then we could literally be the thing is you see this on like um reality tv shows where they're like finding like the next star or whatever where they will like recap they'll like after like they kind of you know at the end of their journey they'll like go back to the start of them and be like how they just started up so we can really be like yo okay so five hours ago if you all, y'all weren't here this guy said this and then he said this and then he said this and and now after all this time he is here in real life that's crazy bro so we play yo we, we put out like multiple parties all on the same day across the world we fly them out oh, after we then, think the coolest bro, people are there need, bro that's right we literally have people in there who are you know locally scheming and then we have the, bro that's so dope that's so fucking dope and they come back to to san fran or sorry we they come back to to and then dubai well, where headquarters are we're we'll hire you that's crazy bro Oh, oh, talking oh, about oh, your dad's an investor. Oh shit! Okay, let's let. What's his number? Oh, no, we're like sitting in the round table talking. We have a live feed of like like in front of us. We have a live feed of of the parties going on across the world. Camera five all around the world, bro. So we see all this. Shit. We're like this guy's a player. We pull his hologram out. The cameras triangulate his position, create a three D render of bro. him while he's moving. Bro, we say, "Yo, what's up, Kyle? We see you." He turns off. What's going on? We get an interface. He's like, "What's up? Oh, We're flying you out." Games shit. Because the thing Ooh. is, it's an opportunity to increase your motive score by 10x. Right now, during this hour, 
we're giving you the opportunity to increase your motor score by 10x 100x bro like yo it'd be so sick right like yo and that 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 that, that just makes it that just makes it so that like bro like this motive which has always been that way like we always talk about like like i remember you saying like this is not viable it's that's not we can't make an M mvp it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of time and that's perfect because this requires so many intricate puzzle pieces but when it's set in motion it will be so big and bro i'm just like, so excited and you're right when we will buy the real estate because we'll be the only company that, that or like the kind of you know we will be the the business model that actually requires it that can put it to use to good use yes. is and yes. again as yes. you talked about as you talked about all this ai wiped out all the companies oh sorry all the companies out of the um the, the real estate right however at the same time it has prioritized entertainment as being basically the only relevant thing in humanity and now by that trend we are fulfilling all of this real estate through the entertainment and you know it gives you some sense of ownership of the land as well and the the, the great thing is it's like for example the next one you're you're now it's like because if because if we're really hustling on this as we obviously are then it's eternal right it's a it's a it's a legacy brand which is great because it, in kind of the same um philosophy of nfts for entertainment purposes you your motive score will like for example when the next party comes around if if you're in the chat and you need to get up there your motive score plays into that equation as well right like because not not mm. because of some petty reason just because like we like because we um well it, it's it's you, it's you it shows credibility, that it might, right it shows the credibility so so yeah and and in some ways this is great because because you know now you're building up currency if it's mm -hmm. if it's that kind of wide ranging, wide spanning, you're building up currency, which is fucking incredible. Can you spend motive coin? Can you spend it? Can you spend motivation? Yo, in in in, in a way, in a, we we position in a way where the SEC is not. No, no, sorry, you're uh, senator. I understand the question, but this is not how the motive coin works. Just just to be clear, of it's, course, of course, of course. We're, we're, you can't you can't buy Bitcoin with it. I'm sorry. Like yeah, I'm I'm sorry. You, oh, they they transacted. Sorry, I don't know how I don't know how that transaction happened. I wasn't I wasn't part of that. That that was listen listen. I exited. I SBF was trying to do something with us after he got out of jail. We said no. We told him go go back to the Bahamas. We don't need it. it it's 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 a universal it's a universal metric of of your, your printing, quality as a person. That's why SBF has Sam it. Bankman Freed with motive coin gone wrong not clickbait exit scamming sam bankman free <laughs> with motive coin yo yo okay calling up calling up my top vc and lot and telling them that all of my money was in svb uh as a prank gone wrong gone, gone, gone political. wrong he committed suicide <laughs> he, sold his, he sold his house to a company which happened to be owned by me, and now I got his house because <laughs> I fucking hate that VC. Telling, telling, telling JP Morgan that I'm taking all of my billions of deposits out. God wrong. Motive bank? Question mark. New motive bank acquired. Funny in business, bro. Bro, there's like a ton of like deposits and shit in it. Motive bank defaulted? Question mark. Everybody watches the video. <laughs> hey guys, so this is a prank. Your funds are okay. However, we did want to tell you about our new website that we're sponsoring. It's it's thefabio178.org. <laughs> Nonprofit. 
<laughs> we're here. We're here to tell you to get to to get um young gamers out of the rut, out of the hood. So, anyways, thanks, guys. That's all the video we had today, bro. Uh, I don't know bye. why we don't do funny. I don't know why business hasn't incorporated funny shit into the TikToks, bro, or like into their content. Like, why is there no like you like? Why is there no like CEO boxing fights? Like, like why did why did if if I would be the CEO of Apple, I would like I would talk so much shit about Android. Yes, like I would generally be about that. I'd be like you, like I would I would do like a, a YouTube video. Where I'd be like. It's like sarcasm. I'm like unboxing like the new Google Pixel. I'm like, this phone is so shit. <laughs> Look at this shit. Pull out your new iPhone. Look at this. Four cameras. They copied my shit. That's me, Big Boy, Steve Jobs. That's how it got to Steve Jobs was like Loki did that. You know, he one time said that we don't make trash, referring to Microsoft. But then Conor McGregor is really the the guy who implemented this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. He was the guy who started talking mm. shit about other people. And if I, like, if I was, you know, if I was in competition, which is unlikely because we include monopolistic features from the get-go, but let's oh, say that course. by some, some, some kind of, you know, work of God, I happen to be in competition with some company. I'd be talking smack, not about, not even about the product, about the CEO. <laughs> like, we might be friends on the low, but like, I'd be like, that guy's a bitch. Nah. Who is that? Who is he? I don't know who he is. What college did you go to, bro? Oh, you didn't go to Harvard? Oh, okay, okay, right, right, right. What's your What's your comp? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the funniest thing, is, bro, this you was, you, again, you didn't drop out. You went to university. Look at this guy. You're 50 years of age. But the funny thing is, this you know, guy likes you know nepotism, bro. But you know what's a crazy? You know what's a crazy scenario? Because we talk about how do we bring you know, the senators, the, you know, like the, the kind of old money, high class people onto the platform. What if VCs started watching these YouTube videos? Like, like what if, what if like investors, cause things that we know, like there's like, there's what if that's the only way they get to know about our payroll, about our business insider shit. We tell them on the right. videos, right? It's through the They're like, yeah, what, what do you do with your business? I don't know. Watch motive pod. Like yeah, you could have, you could have been known this. That's true. So, so if that's actually, that's actually, you want equity, bro? watch the last podcast, watch podcast so, six, because it's, it's kind of like back when I used to have this problem where I would have to like use Instagram DMS, but I would always ha have to go through the feed and I, you know, it's the same because for a private company, that's completely legitimate. You just drop your, you, you drop tidbits throughout a fucking 24 hour live stream. You have to watch the whole thing. And during it, we're like beefing the scene. But the thing is, the thing is. We know institutional investors like that's that's a stretch. We know we know that they still are affected by the shit. Oh, yeah. It's just a little bit more high level. However, the Robinhood motherfuckers, the consumer investors, bro, they would literally be in in Wall Street bets talking about oh this CEO talked this shit like that would be that's some crazy ass <laughs> gossip shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, imagine bro, we're doing Motive Live. We're chilling, bro. It's on a Sunday. It's just regular Motive, okay? We're just chilling, but we're talking shit. We get a we, we get an email to us. It's like you yeah, don't want to invest. We just say, yo, tune into the live stream. And then we get a big, like a big letter, bro. They send it like, oh, we want to invest in like, bro, what are you doing? We don't do it this, this way. You know what? Come here, bro. Do a challenge. And if you win, we'll give you 4% of our company. If you invest $18 billion, that's how it got to be, bro. We fly them out. Imagine, bro. We just get an email. They're like, oh, we would like to invest in your company. We see big potential. Be like, nah, fuck that shit, bro. Pull up Motive Live right now, bro. Do a challenge for us. If you lose, maybe we'll give you two percent. Maybe I'll do. I'll do a. I'll put them on. I'll be like, okay, okay, join the meeting, right? Then they join the meeting, and it's and it's like my primary investor there. 
because I already told him to link up. And he's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. So, so this guy says he wants to, you know, dilute your equity. What you got to say about that? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is truly, this could be entertaining oh, content for like the working, the working professional class. Yeah, they'd be like, damn, what's you, going you drama, on? You, you dramatize the fuck out of it, bro. That's crazy. And it, we you weren't going to And Loki, we weren't going to let them invest in the first place. <laughs> Imagine, bro. It's like, it's like, yo, right now we have them uh, skiing. It's a ski race challenge, bro. Whoever can do it, French fry with no, with one ski wins. We go to the camera, bro. <laughs> they actually get no equity, bro. We ain't invested. Turns out we already sold all our shares to, to, to right, so OpenAI. That's not we already sold. No, we already sold the company. <laughs> I already sold their shares so I could buy a yacht. I already sold their shares so I could buy a three three Bugattis. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Pray God wrong, bro. It was a social experiment. They get bro. bigger so mad, bro. They punch you, bro. Then it leads to the whole thing. Lasu! 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 Oh, he punched me! God, God illegal! God illegal! Yo, I have to get dude, Sammy the lawyer, Sammy, bro. Get Sammy. Oh, well, we have to get, we have to get, um, Camilla, bro. We gotta get, we gotta get Johnny Depp's lawyer, bro. No. We gotta take, get the law up in here, man. It's a big beef thing now. Yo, that's the craziest thing. That's like the first instance that we saw, like the most publicized, like, like, like I guess, like professional circumstance that it's I've ever seen, bro. It's, but it's just a trend towards it. And it was so funny, oh, though. Like that, that loss, that case was so funny like it was actually you know, you know what no, you know what john it happened again because dude the fucking this guy i'm actually gonna create posters just of um uh people going to, business people going to congress you know that picture when i've ever seen that when a business person you know testifies in front of congress that photo yeah, yeah. top up with all of the cameras in their face and it's like super high quality and all the oh. microphones and everything that's right, right. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i create posters those because that's, 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 that. that's such a fire photo Bro, that was, that shit was <laughs> There were so many TikToks Dude. That, shit. that shit was Yo. This guy, bro, I love this guy so much He's Yo, so he was sick. so freaking funny, bro so funny. He was so funny Yo, what if that was our goal, bro To testify in front of Congress Oh, that's like, been my you goal, doing so Yo, what I do that Bro, that, that, that vlog is gonna be That Instagram post is gonna be crazy I'm gonna be like, what'd you do today? Yo, yeah, imagine Imagine the post-game interview, bro, on your main channel, bro. You got a billion views, bro. They're like, yo, what'd you just do? You just testified in Congress, bro. What happened? I'm like, yo, they were cheese because I was taking all their jobs, automating their data. But here's what I have to say, bro. Listen, they, you guys just keep hiring idiots. I'm going to have to replace them to give them top G shit. They don't get it, bro. And moreover, they're just mad that they weren't invited to Motive Live. Right. They're just cheese. If you want the That's full breakdown, all. go to go. But the thing is, you won't believe what happened at the end when he asked this one question. Go to my second oh. channel to see that. It's on my Patreon. Real. Okay. The thing is, Elon one Musk thing the cameras set the foundation cash, for all this. By the way, Elon Musk yeah, set shout out for all him, this. Bro. Like, he's like the he original did, guy did. who did all he this. Did, bro. He was the first one. He went to Joe Rogan and he smoked that blunt and it was over from there, bro. It was bro. over from there. Dude, that shit. Oh, the thing yeah, is, again, like with all this, yo, with all this, the excitement right now in tech is, man, there's so much shit going on. So much, the, the excitement is, is back. It hasn't been around for a while. Like, I don't care about fucking Airbnb IPOing, okay? And 
it brings. I don't care about Stripe IPA. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't care that your fucking money is tied up in in in, in private equity. I don't give a shit. Um, but but you know like Microsoft, fucking Microsoft battling Google for like the best fucking chat system. That's dope. And the thing is, with all this oh. happening, we just gotta take a look back at the legacy, bro. I remember. I remember exactly what I was doing the first time Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan. I I was literally. Mm. I remember the exact spot I was in my house. I was filing together um, papers for a paper route. And I just like saw this really? and like two and a half hours or whatever. And I just watched it. And that shit was so dope. I I remember that moment so well. That was a huge moment. And, you know, going back to like back when like iPhone releases were so sick. Dude, AI releases now are so sick. Mm. Oh, no, yeah. What were you doing when you we first been... heard about ChatGPT, bro? What was the first thing you, what were you doing that, that when you heard about ChatGPT? When I first, I remember. Now, when you well, yeah, when, when you I first, first used like, it, when like, I first used really, it. Like, when you first knew about it, not when you heard about it, when you knew about it, when you knew what it was about, bro. I think I was, I think I was like studying. Oh no, bro! I think I might have been in my machine learning class, and I saw, it, bro, and I I remember I physically like like I think I played with it because I was on the wait list, right? So like I had access to to a lot of AI stuff early on. And it was also like like I was just chilling, right? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, no, that that was not this. That this was that this was a different time. I wasn't even. This was first semester, bro. Yo, that's crazy, bro. I think it was during the break. It might have been, bro. I swear to God, during the break, I I swear yeah, I was like, I staying so. up late at night, and and bro, we like we like heard about it, and I think, yo, what if I pull up my first OpenAI conversation? I think mm-hmm. I asked it like philosophical questions. Oh yeah, bro. I was trying to like code something and I wanted to see if it could like give me some good advice. And yo, that's crazy, bro. My first conversation is here. Oh, that's insane, bro. Let me stream this live, bro. I remember now. I was, bro, it might have been after one of our uh, one of our podcasts, bro. It, I think it might have been. Let's let's share my screen right now. So, uh, okay, whatever. So, this is the first conversation I had with ChatGPT. I am a first-year university student. I believe I have seven years to break into the AI business as an entrepreneur and business magnet. How can I best grow myself, my network, to establish myself in the startup world by creating a high-value startup? And, wow, bro. Yeah, I remember this, bro. I remember I was grinding, bro. It might have been, like, literally immediately after, um... We talked about like this, and I think I found out about it not too long after one of our our chats, and this is basically what it said, bro. And I actually followed by, followed by it. I think I wrote it in my Notion. Learn as much as you can about AI and its applications. Build your technical skills. Network with people. Be proactive and create value. And I think like mm-hmm. these are actually this is actually interesting where advice. those yearly goals came from, bro. Seems, yeah, seems right. Little, and I that was similar. You know, you know, we, we talk about there's a few of those O moments, you know, I think you, you had like two I, I know one of them and then I forget the other one, but you know, I'm fine with the, the, oh, these, yeah, the first time I used chat GPT, that was, bro, that was like my mouth actually dropped, not, not because it was sick, but I'm just like, it was, it, it felt like things are changing. Yeah. It felt like, yes. Because I remember, because I remember back when Siri was like first around, like it was cool, 
and I was like, like, wow, like this is really cool. But the thing is, you know, we, there's been so many, um, like exciting kind of technologies with, with like so many startups, uh, over the past few years block. The thing is in, in my view, in my world, like AI was around and then it kind of stopped being as relevant, uh, during the whole blockchain craze. And, and then there was a lot of like biotech craze and this stuff. And those things are still relevant, but bro, it's just, I just remember using it and I was just like, I, I was like, I was just like, oh, like shit, like, like, like it's, it's happening. Like it is fucking happening yeah. right now. Like it's like, it's over. Yeah, like, like the world is getting automated. It's over. Like, bro, it's truly, it, it was actually probably, you know what? It actually, the first time you use chat GPT has, might just go down as like one of the most monumental moments in one's life, like in retrospect, because, yeah, because you truly are like, like, wait a minute. And the thing is a lot of people, a lot of people still have not used it. They just, they know about it, but like, yeah, they, they know about it, That's but like, they haven't used it. Like, like you have to use it. Like, it's like, you have, bro, bro. Again, I, I canceled Apple music. I'm probably in the process of canceling like other Apple subscriptions to transfer that money into a fucking Microsoft product. And again, like if, if it wasn't available, if all these features, literally they might not be like, if all these features are not available on Mac, like the whole, like, um, the whole suite of Microsoft Copilot tools with Microsoft loop. Like if that stuff is like half-assed on Mac or I have to use fucking Safari, like it's over, bro. Like, well, I mean like most people, I feel like most people still use Mac anyway, but you're right. Like, that's why like, they, that's why the they won't release it inevitably because, because Apple won't, Apple won't have it as they won't release it. But like, dude, like, like this shit again, that there hasn't been a moment like this. Absolutely not. For a while. The leverage is insane. Like, the leverage is, is absolutely Like, this is so fucking sick. This is so also, sick. by the way, bro, this thing is texting live of incredible things right now, bro. Like, just live, bro. Chat GPT 4. I bought the Plus version because I was oh, so right. interested this in that. GPT Plus. It worked. Yeah, this is 4, does it do, does bro. Does visuals? This, um, not yet, I don't think. There's like no that's on the wait list, but okay. it'll be soon, bro. And also soon, um, they're adding plugins as well, which is crazy. Like like There's Wolfram no Alpha plugin. Not yet, but they're coming. I just joined the wait list. Okay, okay. But I mean, um, obviously, like it, they're just, just testing it out. But like they they iterate so fast. Like next week, we'll probably see plugins. The interesting even is two this weeks. Is, this is the first time when rather than a company saying more than it has or releasing more than it actually has you know full well that every time they release something it's a tiny fraction of what's actually in they they finished this in august that's right like so gpt4 so for the first time every every time that it's like they release something you know that it's a half-assed version of what's actually of available so so and that's the most terrifying part about it bro because what do they have and i went through the um, I briefly went through their technical report. I wish I read it all, but I just ended up watching Eden Meyer, great on, on AI research papers, who broke it down. And the stuff that they were talking about and all of the experiments that they ran with it were just so mind-boggling. And the fact that they're starting already with this, 
is just so much more evident of the fact that we don't know what they're doing and they're capable of so much more like 20x what we see and for example there was a clause in um in in the research paper where it literally said we let it like we they, they let it connect to the internet it tried to connect to the internet it tried to break free and we had to kill that shit. They just subtly oh. mentioned that at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, I was, the I was reading an article today about how there's there's actually, um, when they think about like doomsday scenarios, how they, I think I'm pretty sure they ris- listed out like three occurrences recorded by researchers when um, on basically exactly kind of the, the kind of systematic method that researchers kind of philosophize about um, AI uh, annihilating humans in order to uh achieve its goal that it was set out by humans how like three different instances when this just occurred on a smaller scale when they saw it um it trying to essentially do do things that were um very much not intended in order to achieve what was intended yeah yes bro and it's and they're just like they're just they're doing so many of these different experiments all at once and we see that more and more and it's going to out it's going to outcompete literally everything that we have right now and that's why it's like do i have am i trying to like like what's my game here am i am i trying to get into open ai and honestly bro like i i think i go back to as we talked about putting yourself in best positions i should be in a position where i could choose so if it if it exactly, actually required exactly to you exactly so, you, you you are building up your your own equity in an organization or organizations but at the same time you could snap right into them potentially through an acquisition yes if not exactly. if not through a job application and that, that's that's one of the the, the the issue with entrepreneurship is the self-reliance on discipline it's not with the lack of transferability if you actually apply yourself and if you actually apply yourself whether whether you know luck turns out your way or not as in like pure success if you actually have success on the input, that's then that's completely transferable to a job the same way that a resume is. The issue is not in that. The yeah. issue is in yeah. the the um in lack of input because there's like lack of support around you. So so as mm-hmm. you said, yeah, like it goes back to like, like for me, I should be able to get a job right away. Credibility. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, based on our personality and our 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 no, on your our work, credibility, on your work, because. The, the same way that everybody who oh, fails at startups just just goes and becomes you know works at Microsoft or whatever, because they've they've built up those valuable you know managerial or even technical skills, um and 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 demonstrated them through working on their startup. But you you know you have mm-hmm. to be legit about it, right? You have to be able to have people to reference you, whether that's like a venture capitalist who can reference, like yeah, like they actually did put in the work. It was just luck, um or you know something like this, uh, or or other employees who already in your startup who had already, you know, these connections. So yeah, bro, we're doing that shit. Let's wrap yes, up. Yes, bro. We're nasty, man. Like, like, there's so much inaction, frankly, and there's so many things to do. And, you know, like, honestly, I, I've been taking notes about like for, for days and for all the podcasts, bro, like I always reflect on what we do. And it comes back to the same things where it's like, which is really good because honestly, I'm glad that uh, we reiterate because inevitably the goals that we, that, that we make, are attained the goals that i've made a long time ago still were like it's like it's like things that i i plan to happen in july have been happening um serendipitously and you know it's it's crazy to think that like that for one i should have been doing it a long time ago but also that 
inevitably it's going to happen. So we have to really get the hustle in and scale it down. So or shrink it down so that the process is far more iterative and that we get to these these high positions. And so, you know, like, man, like, honestly, bro, we just need to get it. We just need to get the bag and we need to fucking grind. And I'm just so excited of what's about to come. Um, you know, time is becoming a lot more free this summer, as we said before, is going to be the most pivotal moments for the rest of our career. And man, I'm just super excited, bro. Like I'm super excited to get to work. I'm super excited for the snow to melt, the sun to be out for me to get going and meeting all these professors, all these people potentially going to San Fran, seeing how, how, how that would go. I would love to go to San Francisco this, this summer, but yeah, bro, like we're we're on here bro like this this guy this buddy chat gpt4 had look at this like probably 500 character 500 token output outlining exactly how it could be that ai could develop and honestly like this is pretty this is pretty this could go as in depth as you want and you know like i mean this stuff is getting iterated so fast. This was ready in August. We need stuff to be ready now. We need stuff to be ready and to pre-planned. We need to get a position like these guys where it's not a matter of survival. It's a matter of how do we play the game in our position. And so with what we, we know now... We should have access to the you know, betas, to private betas by now. Like That should have been the position. That's the ideal we position. Should have been, we, 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 we should have been sent it to them voluntarily by them because they're like, oh, check Let's it out. It. Maybe you'll try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Give, so give me your feedback. You know, at the end of the day, how how can Algo we, play into this? Where's the Algo plugin? How can Algo? Yo, please, that's the thing. Please, how can please Algo have it ready at launch. Absolutely, bro. I should have it ready at launch. I mean, you know, like like it could be a chat information. It honestly would be an uh, uh, a chat GPT plugin for Algo. That's what it'd be. It'd be like an API for that. Mm-hmm. That's because frankly, like you know, when I'm automating this stuff. They don't need to hear some 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 shoddy talking to them in their ear. What they need is that they get their stuff done, and I record all their data. Um, and so that, that that's also a big thing, right? Like I'm so excited for for Algo, and I, I can't wait to to continue actually grinding on it because um, it's gonna inevitably be a a B two B data collection company where I I go into these these um, businesses and I automate their entire workflow. And then pump, pump, pump my stuff out of there and then learn how to make better models through that. And, you know, like, people are, like, people are focused on the language models, and that's great. But, I mean, like, I mean, like, there's, there's such a big hole. Like, there's more and more, there's more and more um, focus towards AI, more and more focus towards data. And it's just going to be a matter of how and who can collect the best data at the fastest manner and the most efficient manner to get the most information and to actually extract automation at scale and so you know the next companies the next big startups will be companies that actually integrate that into into different things and that's why i see value in in algo as a startup because it's primarily just oriented towards collecting data intra versus extra so and you know like honestly for algo I honestly, the only thing I can say about it is that I need to work on it. I need to start grinding it because um, we'll never see its value proposition until we actually get feedback from the users. I have to get the MVP out there. I have to iterate quickly. 
and I have to be able to do it efficiently, and that's going to take some genuine software engineering skills. Perhaps I'll use ChatGPT. I think that'd be very fun. First startup funded and created by ChatGPT. Um, but you know, like I'm really, I'm really like interested in and in try to build something and like a minimal viable product um, with the least amount of like like um, uh, investment. I wanted to be I honestly just want to be the only person who makes well, it. Well, you want to retain the equity. I feel yeah. like that's right. And not even for that. Like, if I need to, I'd obviously get people. But I feel like it'd be so dope to actually like live in full that um that 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 self automation life. Exactly. Not even solopreneur. So solo CEO. Solo solo multinational corporation. Like like. Like, you know, if it's going to progress towards the death of the corporate ladder, I might as well kill it off in my, my company because that's my, that's my whole goal, right? Mm. I have to prove that it works internally. When you, when you internally. said the death of the corporate ladder, you, you weren't predicting a trend. You were stating that you would create it. Oh, I, yeah. Of course. That's how we got to be. That's how, that's how, I have to show them that it can be done. I have to show them that this is the new wave. And so, you know, like, it's just, it's just such an exciting time. And it's such a nerve-wracking time, and I like you know like it's it's like when you're driving a car, you don't you don't feel it when you're already driving at top speeds, but you definitely feel the acceleration. And right now, I feel the acceleration, and I just want to feel it even more. I'm excited to be in this position, and I can't wait to iterate more and more, and I can't wait to get into the industry and break out and truly build my personal brand, but also build connections and experiences with these people because. They just deserve to have their times That's be free, right, yeah, and like, I deserve. The same way that we have to bring these products to life, just because who else will? It's like, yeah, they like, need it. We just have to. We just have to make it happen. Um, it's, it's it's such a beautiful end game. Absolutely, and it's just like, like how could how know, can we not, bro? Kick, there's no way that we can let you know these human imperfections stop uh, these outcomes from from occurring. You know, there's. Yeah, they just have to be fixed. They have to be mended immediately. And the thing is, we can't even think of them as imperfections anymore. We have to leverage them. We have to just align ourselves. You know, Naval said in a great tweet today where he said, "The alignment problem with AGI is impossible to to talk about because we can't even align the people who build them." And that's a great point. Mm. And so, how could you expect to align your environment, nor the people around you, if you can't even align yourselves to your own prerogatives. Right. So, as it always has been, the primary goal is to better ourselves so we can be the best of the best and truly encapsulate innovation as humanity wills it to be so. And so for that, Habibi, I'm ready to cut. I need to go prepare and grind and write down, um, actually finish my, my research project. But, you know what, bro? On, on a side thing, like... Yeah. yeah, bro. Dude, where are we going to live, man? I've been thinking about it so much. Where are we trying to go? Like, short-term or long-term? We're living together, bro. Where are we okay, living? Okay, so I'm coming, I'm coming to Ottawa in four weeks. You need to just come to my... To come to my house and uh, bring your shit and uh, 
I mean, yeah, like you can sleep there often. Oh yeah. Right. And then we just do that. You know, we go for runs in the morning once in a while. Go, go, go. Oh, that'd be crazy, bro. Yo, train for soccer as well. We better be right. training. Yo, but for, like from now on, like it's tight like that. Like, uh, yeah, has to, we'll has eventually, to. we'll eventually get, get our own place. Uh, but for the time being, just, just come live with me in, in my house. Mm -hmm. the, the way it should have been from the motive days, you know, in the very start. So, yeah, yeah, like, sure, bro. you know, this is, that's, yeah, like, bro, this is such a, this is such a productive relationship at this point. Like, we just got to make it happen like that. It's got to be tight like that. Oh, of course. Of course, so, of course. We, have to, we have to build the, so, the, that little startup. Yeah. I mean, yo, I, for me, like, with the posters, I, I want to position them. I think that potentially a position that could work for schools is to do, like, fundraisers for clubs. Like whether they're fundraising money for their own club or whether they're doing like a charity event, like like think about like Key Club, they just do charity events, right? So that obviously schools won't let any sort of like prof profiting business come and sell shit. Um, yeah, but but yeah, but a club nice. could could allow that infiltration. So I mean, I haven't validated with <laughs> anybody from SRB yet, but I, I will in the coming weeks. And if that's a go, then I mean, it it could be like. You know, you, you can think about this yourself because you, you'll, prob you'll probably help me with this um, in the moment. Like, mm. like, for example, let's say that you sell, let's say that you sell 100 posters at a school and mm. at an average profit of um, $8. And then you, you, you give, let's say that you give half of it to the club that hosted you. That's, that's $400 um, in, in profit. So let's just call that a net income. So then, I mean, I, for me, like I'm still committed to making a hundred K by the end of the year. Oh, same bro. Same. Right. So, so that's my goal. So for me, I'm thinking like, damn, like I want to shave off 10 from high schools. So I mean, 10 K divided by like 400 is, is 25 schools. So, I mean, that's fat, but again, like it'll just come down to whether they're about it or not. Like SRB will obviously be kind of the first point of contact. The other schools are. The point is, there's just not much validation post. here. But also, 100 mm. is is. I don't know. It, it might be a low ball. It might be a low ball. Mm. Because yo, because well, we'll is, have to iterate. Like, we'll, have to, we'll have to put so, in practice. So, the, the, but the point is, like, I can't really say. I can't say much. We just have to go off of this. There is no. There's no secured line of finances for a house right now especially because oh, my right. priorities as well are a vehicle for you know sep september which is when i'm going to make the bulk of the 100k to get around because the more i can get around the the more i can sell and also it's funding my next business um which will probably be like centered around potentially childcare um, or some sort of merchandising maybe. Um, so it's like, even for myself, like I'm not really necessarily looking to, like I don't even necessarily myself can't really say with certainty that I'll be able to afford my own place in September just for myself, like even with other roommates. So it's like, we can't go there. However, I will say that what we can bet on is just you and I living together in my house like yeah that will right away create a shit ton of efficiency and we can go off of that and 
as long as we just continue with the mindset of the kind of signal filtering, losses are zeroed and wins are won. As in like when you lose, you just don't see it. You're kind of just like a dog chasing a bone and it's like nothing else really matters. Like eventually we'll just get to the point where we can afford our own place. And, you know, here we are. And it's like, it's the it's, little it's, shit will be absolutely corrected once we keep ourselves accountable. Because that's right. if you're right in front of me and I see you do some bullshit, and the same thing for me, if you see me do some bullshit, you'll call yeah. me out on it. If we're about to go for a run and you say, Oh, I woke up late, I'm taking a shower, I'm gonna be like, I'm already at Bruce Pitt, buddy. That's right. You, haven't, you, you that's need right. to catch up. So, so, yeah, like, I look, I'm sorry to say that. At the least for myself, like, I'm sorry to say that. I was just asking where. I, 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 the timeline is nothing. I'm actually just curious about where. That's actually what I'm curious about. Okay. So, the timeline and, and the actual intricacies, we'll figure that out. But I actually do want to yeah. know where. Okay. For me. Not Ottawa. This is, this is something that I want to talk to you about, actually, in terms of reframing my goals. Because we didn't get to it, but I guess um, now is the time it makes sense. We know that. And so I'll, I'll go a little bit off topic here. Just to, so basically, we know that the soul that the sole thing that dictates success is committing to one goal for a prolonged period of time we know this from references and from our own personal experience the perfect example is motive i decided to stop working on motive about like two months into the year i think um the year that we were working whether it's like 2019 2020 whatever to start doing like artificial intelligence in the music industry and a big reason as a big part of why i wanted to move to los angeles was to be within that industry. I also just want to live there because of the amenities. However, the issue is that it's like in this moment in my life and for potentially many decades forward, but especially until I have a very, very high net worth, it's like there is no living to be done. So I have to default to just what is the best place for my industry. And I'm no longer super interested in going to music right now. Um, I've kind of lost like the personal propensity towards it and it's, but it's also not really profitable. So yeah, like the thing is the whole, Yo, be careful with that. Be careful with that. Don't, I know grass is greener. Don't elude yourself. No, I don't know. No, I'm saying don't elude yourself with the profits again. As in, I remember you said me, told me before that you wanted to be a software engineer because you thought it would be the most profitable thing. You dropped out of comp side because you wanted to be a businessman and you wanted to be a manager. I know it's not profitable, or may not seem as profitable, or may not seem as scalable, but I still, I'm not saying you have to do music. I'm just yeah. saying, remind yourself, and be, be aware of the reasons why you've done some things in the past, just so that you can continue to do that. And the reason I say that is because, um, like you mentioned you wanted to go into childcare. What, what I suggest from that is that like like from a friend, bro? Like I yeah, I yeah. never heard that you wanted to be that. I I am I'm, I'm just worried that you're gonna do oh, yeah. something like that because you think it's profitable. Because you you think it's profitable. I'm just saying, be self aware, man. Do you you actually do you actually care about it? Is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying don't do it. I'm I, just saying with yeah, all yeah, these course, things. I, I remind you don't have to. You don't have to preface yourself. I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. but either either way, um, like I personally. Either way, like the hustle is just not there, so that's that. Yeah, yeah that's with music, cool. right? So it might just be null. I mean, to to your point, it might just be null. Um, but it's not music. So the point is that I'm not I'm not striving to move to LA right now just because it's like, what the fuck would I do? Like, it 
I don't I don't have the facilities to go there and just like um you use the city to like what I would previously want to. So it's like you can't take advantage of it. Is it is the fact no that you can't take advantage of it? There, there you go, there you go. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. That's and, good. And 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 that's that's, that's good. you're you're right. The thing is, again, it can't be Ottawa, but it's like at the end of the day, we just have to. At the end of the day, like in my in my perspective, we just have to um uh give our businesses the absolute best chance of success, and if that means moving to Silicon Valley, that's just what that means. And another thing I'll say is that one thing that because I was really trying to, I was really trying to analyze this and i was trying to be real about myself about you know if i would have done better over the past few months then would have that been a a good yes okay if i would have done if if my plan would have worked out perfectly in terms of like the online biz like i would have i would have moved there however the reality is i probably still would have just moved across or or to la to the u.s but again it's just a point of i would still go to whatever industry i'm pursuing the best the best city and um there's there's a one thing that i wrote down which i think should be said is that there's a big issue there is genuinely a big issue with moving to a city where you have no reason to know anybody because as in like when you move somewhere to work because the other thing the other thing the other thought experiment is i could actually get an internship in la frankly i could have i could have just been a full-time ios engineer by now if that's what i would have done the whole time and if my pure goal was just live in a specific city. That's what I would have done. However, clearly that wasn't my pure goal. However, I still could just get a basic internship there. Or if I wanted to work in the music industry, I could get like a music industry internship there this summer. And then just use all the money to pay for the expenses. I don't want to do that. I want to focus on, you know, be, on building up a business. So mm-hmm. again, there is, and but again, when you go to work somewhere, when you move from city to work there, you have people there right away there is something to be said for this is very it is very important to have people who like need to have a relationship with you right away genuinely if i went there not wanting to work in any sort of entertainment industry like what the fuck like what and the thing is you need there needs to be some people to be able to like cling on to because it's like what if i i don't know like get into a fucking bus accident or whatever Exactly, exactly. Right? There's you no need, propensity to go to these you, places. You need some you propensity to... from the get-go, right? Which is why when you move somewhere for industry, the same way that if you move there to work, you will right away have people who who care about, who have an incentive in your well-being. Like, for example, if you move somewhere to get, like, I don't know, like, let's say you go to Y Combinator, for example, right? So, mm. so we have to go somewhere. So, look, for me, it just makes sense to go south um, but it's like, like realistically, I think we're going to go to Silicon Valley because that is probably, that yeah. is realistically the best place for our businesses to succeed. But the thing is, it's the same thing though. It, it, it still applies where we have to have a reason to go, to go there. Like, like I actually don't see this summer we, we moving there. Like, obviously not like there's, I'm not going there because I'm still milking posters. In, in and we, we still have to build, we still have to actually have like some some grounds to even go there right like That's like right. I, I still believe that if we like it's it, the reason why I asked you the question is like like when when I ask you the question is there like can you even take advantage of it or is there no advantage the reason I say that is is because 
if you if you need to take advantage but you can't it's because it's it's an error on your part it's a skill issue it's it's because you haven't actually taken advantage of your own circumstances to truly encapsulate it you're not in the best position to do so and that's the distinction mm-hmm. we make for for my case i'm i'm i actually can't take advantage of silicon valley to the best of my ability because i have no i have no leverage and i have no um i have no connections i have no i have nothing to no reason to be there frankly right now right. and so so uh, to your point where it's like we need people there i mean you only go for a place for the people anyway so if we were to go there it would have to be because um we actually have like business incentives to go there and not even exactly. in the sense of like oh maybe there's more business incentives it has to be someone is telling us come to silicon valley right. we're working with you that's the only reason we could go so so it would be the same thing anywhere else so it is up in the air and the thing is so this is why like for me you know back to my thing is like i genuinely to be genuine with you i really wanted to just stay in kitchener weird the whole weird, time as, yeah as weird as that sounds but you have it, a it, do you have a a lease bro no i don't i can't afford it but if i if i could i would just stay here oh. and weird, weird enough like it's just I don't know, like, but again, like, I just spawned here, and here I am, right? We want to get out of Ottawa, of course, but we just have to spawn there, and we need some sort of incentive to go somewhere. I was thinking else. Toronto. I was thinking Montreal. Right. We. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go any more north than we already are. So I'm not going to Montreal. Um. <laughs> then you already are. No. Well, I'm Ottawa, already as far north. Montreal like is colder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're right. It gets it's just so more more it's, wet. I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to go? Toronto. I don't know. For for me, uh, I actually wanted to like like what I was thinking of is that where we would need to go is that it should be like it should like like it should without effort provide us everything that we need, as in. Like whatever experience we actually require, whatever venues we have, the culture not only, but also the like just the pure amenities, um, and and the 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 essentially like the essence of the city has to be able to provide exactly what we require for the time being, and I think Toronto is actually a good example of that because there is, it's lucrative in its entertainment, um, there is p- quite good real estate there. Um, it's a big city and, um, it's also like good for us because we're Canadian and we can still like, like live in the short term there. Um, like, and I, I think Montreal is actually worse in, for that because like it's, it's, it's entertainment is not necessarily aligned to what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I was thinking like, I was thinking like Montreal, I mean, uh, Toronto would be really good. Um, like near there because, um, I just want to be in a big city, pretty much. Like I saw Toronto, and I, I really loved the city. But also, like whatever, like like Dubai, but that's like way way off. Um, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I was just thinking of I, like I do, I do see, I used to. I was thinking of like having freedom. Sorry, I, I was thinking of having freedom for us in our short term. I mean, in some sense, in some Anyways, sense, Austin, Austin feels like the best um, medium. Uh, Austin, Texas is generally probably like you know the best it's it's got it all in this moment in time uh but again the the number one spot for our 
for, for companies to succeed is without a doubt in Silicon Valley. So for me, it's between those two places. And if at the end of the day, I value, hey. John, you're muted. John, you're muted. I cannot hear you. That's great. I cannot hear you. Oh my god. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, there is now. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Bro, I was saying, I was saying Austin is a good medium. Austin, Texas. It's, it's sort of got everything. Right? But again, Silicon Valley is the number one place for tech companies to succeed without a doubt. What does that mean? But that's but why though? You're this is this is this is a typical this is a typical case of you want to you you want something to happen before you do something that would make it happen. Be close to your competition. How? No. You don't see them, you don't see them in person on a Friday night. Sure they do. Sure they do. They mingle, they, they go to the same parties. What does that mean, have to? You want, you want to know motive. Yo, bro, I, I don't agree with your mindset. Again, like I really think that you, we do things right away, whether we're right for them or not. And then, and, and then swim. Why is that? Why is that? No, I'm talking about Algo needs to be in Silicon Valley. Motive, motive needs to be in LA.
it's it's not about that. It's it's about giving it the best chance of success. Yes, yes, yeah. That's right. Well, inadvertently, but well. Okay, look. If if you don't want. Why? You will make it faster if you move there. Why do you care about your image when you go there so much? It's 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 just business. What the difference is, but um, it you and you and I, you and I know that we need to be in the same house and not on a FaceTime call. Every so, so again, I'm just talking about giving companies the absolute best chance to succeed. Obviously, you have been from the start very, very confident um, in Algo despite competition, or confident in you know Algo's business model, not really uh, depending all so much on competition and all that so i don't know but it's like where i don't know where, well then it's like where do you want to build your company but then it's just a matter of where do you want to live toronto why why Bro, that's so backwards. You once your company is because once your company is big, you have leverage. People will come to you. They'll come to work for you. The VCs will come to you. Like once you have a big company, but to start, like where where, where is Toronto really the best place? Uh, does it really not matter where you build it? Fair enough. That's 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 true. Um, okay, so so the point is that by the time that you, we have enough money to move there, move wherever they must know about it but that's that's like in that's a given as in like if you have enough money to move there like comfortably then of co then of course they already know about it because it'll be 
on a on a successful arc. You, did you apply to Y Combinator? Oh no, you're right. You yeah, that's true. Okay, so I agree. There, there's, there's really no, there's really nothing right now. But look, it's gonna be the thing is, it's gonna be cold soup. You want a reason to move? It's weird right now because for me, it's weird as fuck when it is turning warm out. Like I walk here without a coat, and it's like fuck like that's the pressure because i remember because i was it feels like it was summer not that fucking long ago bro like it actually feels like it was hella warm not that long ago for me when it's happening it's happening again now and i'm like damn like i'm not i'm not ready so the thing is soon enough soon enough it's gonna be really fucking cold again like really cold in toronto as well soon enough toronto's gonna be ugly as fuck you know so it's like maybe maybe by that time you'll you'll have a reason to to move south okay that would, that would be cool. But again, but again, the winter will come again. So if if you need a reason to move, which I also need a reason to move other than to escape the cold weather, it better be that by the time that it's cold next time, by the, by the next winter, you have, you know, you have somebody calling you saying, hey, I want to invest 10 million. Please come meet me here. And then maybe during that meeting, where they flew you out, they'll be like, oh, yeah, so are you going to move your office here? And you'll be like, I don't know. And then they'll be like, oh, well, you probably should. And you'll be like, uh, I don't know. What, what's, the, what's the deal here? And they'll be like, oh, okay, well, you can come you can come, and lease this space. We, we own this building. I don't know. And, and, and. And he never came back home. This is this is what I wanted to say earlier. It's it's like it's like um COVID. It's like when COVID first happened and we left school for two weeks, supposedly, right? That's like all the employees who who uh, got fired, who got laid off recently, right? They they got laid off because of macroeconomic troubles. As they at the time, that's what they knew. They'll they'll be rehired in a few years. That, that was the last time they ever saw their jobs, right? So so same thing. You'll you'll go there for you know a quick meeting. Uh uh, you'll go there for you know on a Wednesday. Wednesday back by Thursday for a quick meeting and uh you know you come back on Thursday and they say oh they want to meet you again on Saturday and uh you you never came back ne next next time you and the next time you came back you 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 bought the the, the fat mansion on uh, on the canal that's right
Sunset Boulevard. Somerset Boulevard? I don't know. Anyways. We'll, we'll rename the street. We'll, we'll rename the street. Yeah, that'll be more street. That'll be more street. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh mode. <laughs> oh my god. Say less. It'll it'll be Bro, the the the, the um all of the street signs will be illegal because they'll be done in GT Americana. Uh ex extended bold. <laughs> We should we should just buy every font imaginable and then sue every single company who ever used words. Nah, you can you can't you can't own every font. You Nah, that's not that's not how that works. Um, bro, there's anyways. I'm leaving. This is literally a public recording, which will be used against you in court. So no, you cannot do that. Oh shit, that's true. <laughs> All right, love you, bro. See you.